is. Okay. I had forgot to record the show, so I just missed the first 10 minutes. Hey, if you're listening on the podcast, my bad. Forgot to hit record. You didn't miss much. Just a just a lot of jibber-jabber. All right. Uh, let's see. Back to the chat. My bad. Back to the back to the chat. There we go. Um, let's see. Where did I leave off? John Dorier, Mr. Jones. Hello, sir. How are you? Um, caps lock. No, no worries. No worries. Yeah, don't be all minds and on me. Uh, who else is here? Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna. Hello, sweet, sweet Donna. How are you? Uh, a lot of juicy sports content. Yes, yes. And boy, look at this. What a goddamn mess this all is, huh? What a damn mess this all is. Homer Astros fan. Thank you for the hundred bits. I gotta. I don't know. That was that was. It's all jacked up. It is. It is all jacked up. I will slowly get these moved out the way. But Homer Astros fan, thank you for the hundred bits. Much appreciated. I didn't hear the sound fire off either, so I'm assuming the shit didn't work. Um, that's okay. We did. I'm not worried about it. Uh, who else is here? Let's see. Oh, by the way, new. Uh, uh, new, uh, new chat message thing right there. See that? Look at that. That was pretty nifty, right? And no, Alex, I can't believe you're trying to blame the NFL refs for the Texans. That's what a silly, what a silly thing. What's up, Flip? Good to see you, buddy. Mr. Reyes, sir. Hope you're doing well. Um, no, Barry's not stoned again. I don't know why it's flickering like that. I don't like that. That's not good. Uh, what's up, people dubs? Good to see you. Podge called me an edge lord. Kiss my ass. CC! What's up, girl? Good to see you. Who else is here? Who else? Uh, Evil Death. What's up, man? FJ's in the building. Hello. Uh, Christopher Mina, I already mentioned. Hello, sir. Uh, who else? One deep in the building. Hello. I'm just firing off the DJ horn like it's like I've only got a couple of days left with it. Yo, what's up, Mark G? Good to see you. Now I owe everybody a DJ horn. I just have to. Terrence, how are you, my friend? Hello, Mines. What's up, Baba? All right, last page. I see Nick Gamboa. You dab. Okay. Um. Let's see. What's up? Uh. Let's see. Yep. I think I got everybody. All right. Let's see. Lurking for now. That's all right, Hugh Dab. You can lurk all you want. Uh. <laughs> Mine said no more caps lock. I'm done finding the truth. Day Evil Death said Dana Holgerson's finally fired. Yeah, we got a ton uh, to get to. In fact, let's not bull bull dern around. At Miggy, oh m- damn it, Miggy. Good job, but hold on, shit. Okay, uh, that's a little closer. That's not okay. That oh oh shit oh. Sh- Damn it, Bash is raiding. <laughs> Bash, <laughs> Bash, what's up, homie? My uh, my alerts are all jacked up, fam. Welcome, Bash. I got no audio from the raid. That's never good. Uh, but welcome into all the raiders coming in. Shout out to Bash, my dog. What's up, man? Nice. Uh, oh, 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 I I thought I heard something. I. I thought I heard something. Miggy! Thank you for the 39 bits and the one bitty bitty. Much appreciated, sir. All right. Uh, um, I'm just going to leave this up for now. Let's do this, y'all. We got so much sports to get to. Hey, what up, Woozy? 
Good to see you, my friend. We have so much sports to get to. Y'all give my boy Bash a shout-out, please. Bash, what's up, fam? Hope the stream was good. I was thinking about Bash this weekend because, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, Ugh, this is a struggle. And then Bash is always so positive, and he's just like, nah, man, you got to keep going. I'm like, damn it, Bash. If he could do it, I could do it. So uh, shout-out to my boy Bash. Let's get to some sports headlines. Get this show kicked off. All righty, here are your sports headlines for the day. That follow thing is firing off a little too much. I don't know that I dig that. It's going like every 10 seconds. That's too much. Uh, see, that's get out of here. All right, here's sports headlines for the day. Uh, it broke this morning, but the uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, they have fired their head coach, Frank Reich. Well, he ain't their head coach no more, but they have fired Frank Reich uh, after going 1-10 in his first season as the head coach. I heard this morning on Get Down or Sit Out or Shut Up or, I don't know, first, last take, I don't whatever the hell the name of those shows are. This is the one on ESPN, one of them. And um, they talked about how at the time it was like, oh, Bryce Young going to Carolina is perfect. And now what? And Frank Reich uh, screwed up by picking Bryce Young. And it's just a whole mess. And it just goes to show you, everybody was like, oh, yeah, it's either Young or Stroud, but they're both equal. Remember that? Remember that? Remember that when they told us they were both equal? Turns out they're not. Okay, turns out they're not also turns out, you know, maybe coaching has a little bit to do with it and play calling and the surroundings. What what made me laugh, what made me chuckle, what made me guffaw, ha ha ha. Um, somebody had the nerve to say, well, Bryce Young didn't have a doesn't have a lot of weapons around him like C.J. Stroud. What weapons did C.J. Stroud have going into this season that everyone was like, man, this kid, rookie of the year, look at all those weapons he's got. Bro had Robert Woods, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, and the rookie Tank Dale. Wasn't nobody looking at that receiving court like, oh, now that's some damn weapons. Nobody. What you could say is that Stroud has convinced you that they're weapons, that Stroud and play caller... Um, God, I'm blanking on the damn OC's name, but they're the ones that are making them look like weapons. Those were not weapons. <laughs> Tony said he's got a tank. That's a massive weapon. Oh, shut up. This, no one believed Tank Dell was going to be as good as he is. Rudy Rod's exactly right. And if you don't believe me, well, then you're dumb. But, uh, yeah, Tank Dell, uh, he's, ma- he's making Tank Dell and... Robert Woods and Nico Collins and all all of these receivers, CJ Stroud is making them into weapons. He's turning them into weapons. So let's calm down with the hyperbole there, Texans fans. Yeah. <laughs> Dubs from way downtown. Dubs said, yeah, you think so? You think those are weapons? Put Mills in there and let's find out. Exactly, my friend. All right. Um, so yeah. It, Bryce Young has been a failure so far at 1-10 as a rookie quarterback in Carolina. But listen, not everybody's going to be C.J. Stroud, right? Not everybody's going to start off and be in the MVP talk through Week 10, although that's out of the way now, and um, and rookie of the year. 
it just it just doesn't happen all that often. So Bobby Slowick, by the way, was who I was trying to think of. I don't know if anybody put it in the chat, but it just popped into my head right now. Hey, what's up, Jet? Good to see you. Um, I'm the John Harris of the chat. Oh, okay. I mean, not not really. Not even not even not at all. Um, he's making them work in his system because he's a system quarterback. I don't I don't know what that means. Um, so yeah. So Frank Wright gone. Um, we'll see what Carolina does. Here's the deal, folks. Carolina has invested in Bryce Young. You're stuck for the next couple of years. That's just that's just what it is. So you better go out and get an offensive-minded genius, a.k.a. a Mike da- uh, McDaniel. You better find your Mike McDaniel. And it was funny because on the uh, uh, get down or sit out or shut up or whatever it was, they were even saying, they were like, yeah, you got, you got to go out and get your Bobby Slowick. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Very nice. Very nice. I like it. Hey, thank you, Steven. Thank you for the 10 bits, buddy. I don't know what's going on with the whole bits thing. It's all fricked up. It's all fricked up. I need to go back to the other one. I'll do my best to keep up with it, but thank you for the 10 bits. So if Reich, uh, Steven Weather guy said, so where'd it go? Uh, so if, uh, if Reich gets hired for another head coaching job, could you say it would be the. No. I should ban you for that stupid-ass joke. Yeah, Mr. Jones said the Panthers have a bad roster. No one can fix that. Well, listen, the Texans had a bad roster. And I, you know, I still don't know what to make of this team. Uh, Donna! Thank you for the 13 bids, sweetie! Mucho love, Donna. You know what I need to do? I think I know how to fix this. Uh, alerts. I'll, I'll, I'll mess with it. I'll mess with it. Um, one of the things that, that you don't see, you know, well, look, Mr. Jones said CJ arrived. The the roster was bad until CJ arrived. Well, but that was the whole point of taking Bryce Young over CJ. You thought that Bryce Young's season would be what CJ Stroud's season is. That was the whole reason you took him, right? If you're Carolina and Frank Wright apparently pushed for it. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right, let's keep rolling with the headlines. Michigan State has hired Jonathan Smith away from Oregon State. And now you might be wondering, who in the heck is Jonathan Smith and where have I heard that name before? <clears throat> well, other than being at his alma mater of Oregon State when he was hired away, he's most, most known um, for this fantastic, fantastic uh, play call. Here we go. At the end of a game when he was up 21-7 versus Utah. Uh, this is the Jonathan Smith we've all grown to know. Yeah. Oh, baby. What? Yes. Uh, I'll, yeah, milk it. Milk the clock. Okay. We're going to milk the clock. What the hell was that? That was weird. So that's the Jonathan Smith that I I would have hired as well. So that's where you know and remember him from. Okay. That's it's Mr. Milk the Clock. And he had to come out and apologize for that, by the way. Homie had to come out and say, I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. 
Barry has been fired from Barry on deck. He has three years left on his contract worth 3,431 bits. Oliver the cat was named Intermost. <laughs> that is not that is not uh, a fact. That is incorrect. Uh, he said, steal this sign. No, 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 no. No, he said to milk the clock. Uh, all right, so yeah, Michigan State has hired Jonathan Smith away from Oregon State. That was his armor martyr. And um, we'll see how it goes. He did a pretty good job at Oregon State. Now let's see how he does in the Big Ten versus Michigan State or at Michigan State versus uh, trying to recruit against Michigan and Ohio State and everybody else. Speaking of college hires, <laughs> the Aggies have hired Duke's Mike Elko to be their next head coach. Mike Elko. It's Mike Elko. Damn it, Patrick Swayze. It's Mike Elko, Duke's head coach. Okay, you know what? Between the two of you guys, I'm getting sick of it. If you don't know who Mike Elko is. Okay, not at the same time, fellas. Mike Elko, head coach at Duke, did a pretty decent job, apparently. I'm not a big Duke guy. Um, but he had Duke in a bowl game the last two years, winning record the last two years, and Duke, not known to be a football school. Now, in case you don't remember, you're either not an Aggie fan or you're just an Aggie fan that's tried to block out the last, I don't know, 180,000 years of football. Uh, Mike Elko was the D coordinator here. Oh, well, not here, but at Texas A&M the first three or four years under Jimbo Fisher before leaving to take the head coaching job at Duke. And the reason why he's back as head coach is because a lot of folks inside of A&M felt like Elko ran a really good defense. And according to one article that I was reading, People felt like he had more control over the players and was more organized and was more about football and less about himself. Jimbo Fisher. So, now the thing is, the thing is, apparently the Ags were going to go out and hire Mark Stoops away from Kentucky. But then the fans were like, oh, hell no. They all revolted and um, online. And then they said no. So so Stoops had to go to Kentucky and say, I am not leaving. And then the Aggies were like, all right, let's go get Elko now. Which, if that's the case, can I just tell you, if Texas A&M actually... Very nice. Very nice. I like DJ Matty. Thank you for the 69. I like you. Thank you for the 69 bitch. He said, happy turtle adoption and beef jerky day. If you do adopt a turtle today, you are required to name it beef jerky. Okay. I don't know what that means. Um, Here's the thing. Oh, I like that Evil Death is doing the bit that I just did for damn near five minutes. You wouldn't be talking about this, would you, Evil Death? I never heard of it. I never heard. Is that even is that even working? I never heard of it. Was it low? I never heard of it. Hmm. Okay. I like that. I like that, Evil Death. <sighs> yeah. Flatline. Hugh Dab said, "I'm too young for that joke." For what joke, Hugh Dab? I don't know what joke you're talking about, but it doesn't matter. 
because I don't tell jokes based on your age. Okay. So deal with it. Um, all right. <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I, I, I was going to say, I think it's hilarious if the Aggies actually were in the hiring process, bringing in Mark Stoops. And then we're like, wait, what, what are people saying on a message board on the internet? That would be the most Aggie thing ever is if the Ross Bajork and the A&M athletic uh, internals were reading message boards and went like, well, the fans are pissed about this. Let's not do that. Are you kidding me? If it's the right hire, it's the right hire. What do, it, the, the reason they're called fans is because oh, they're nice. fans. Uh, excuse me, Jesus. Hey, Rob, thank you for the 30 bits, buddy. Mucho appreciated, sir. I need to switch. I'm going to do that. I'm going to fix it. You don't worry about it. I'm going to fix it. Um, But yeah, that's, that's the dealio. Why are you out here letting dudes on a message board dictate who you hire? If you really and really and really and really and truly believed that uh, that Mark Stoops was your was the guy, just stick to your guns. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. You know what? Here's the thing: Aggie fans ain't going anywhere. If you went to Texas A and M, you're gonna still be an Aggie fan. Now, somebody like me that didn't, I just grew up an Aggie fan. Yeah, I might jump ship, but you don't give a shit about me because I don't send money to your school. I'm not sending no money to that rich-ass school. You're out your damn mind. And I think it just comes down to um, they're just trying to make the fans happy because they know they done goofed, okay? They know they done jacked up. And um, I don't know. We'll see if Mr. Elko... Mr. Uh, Mike Elko was the right hire. He did a good job at Duke. What was his uh, What was his record at Duke? Let's see. Mike Elko. Let's pull up his little his little wiki. Let's pull. Let's look at his little wiki and see what his little wiki looks like. Show me your wiki, Mike. All right, here we go. My oh, that didn't work either. The trans didn't work. The transition. What? Outputs, alerts. Son of a bitch. My stinger isn't working. Why not? There we go. Fixed it. Look at Clarence. LSU beat AM so bad they fired the coach. T I G E R S. Bro, do you know how dumb you look right now? Do you know how stupid you look, Clarence? They didn't fire Jimbo Fisher this week, bro. They fired him weeks ago. Three, four weeks. Thank you, Potch. Bro, they didn't just fire his ass because of LSU, dummy. They did that shit a while back. Bro, what, what is you doing, Clarence? LSU beat him so bad they fired the interim assistant guy just hanging on coach fucking Clarence (laughs) he said he said get get your ass back to work somebody said to write him up (laughs) 
CC, speaking of fired, I hope so. Get your ass back to work, Clarence. <laughs> and then here goes Clarence like a uh, Tommy boy. Shut up, Richard. Your head's a thick candy shell. All right. Um, here is Mike Elko's coaching record. He's zero and zero. Well, that's better than most at AM. and uh, I would quit if I was Mike Elko. I would quit, and you'd automatically be in the top 10% winning percentage-wise. It'd be 500. That'd be, that's, a hell of a, that's a hell of a thing. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Mike Elko, head coaching record. 16-9 and nine at Duke. 1-0 and oh in a bowl game. I tell you what, you go to Duke and you go 16-9, and nine, that's pretty good. I also won ACC Coach of the Year in 2022 so you put some respect on it he went nine and four at duke last year seven and five this year kind of fell off won the military bowl wow that's okay good so we'll see how this goes i uh i'll be honest with you not expecting much just not I hope he does it great, and I hope he's a fantastic head coach for the Aggies for years to come and leads them to the national championship that they are so desperate for. But fact is, I have no idea. And the the SEC just got a lot harder by bringing in Texas and OU. Now, you know, before you could recruit and be like, hey, you can play in the SEC and stay in Texas. Mm, Ain't got that no more. So things are going to get more difficult. Last thing I got on the headlines, speaking of fired and hired, professional transition, uh, U of H has fired Dana Holgerson after five really not good years. He went 31-28 and 28 overall. They still owe Dana Holgerson $14.8 million, so he's going to be okay. But that university, five years under Dana Holgerson, and none of them were impressive. None of them were like, wow. None of them were Kevin Sumlin-esque. You know what I'm saying? It, it was not good. Um, I w- we talked about this on Football Saturday, me and Jerome, after they did fire uh, Dana Holgerson. And the, or, or when they were, we were talking about they were going to fire Dana Holgerson. And who was more disappointing, Jimbo Fisher's tenure at A&M or Dana Holgerson's tenure uh, at U of H? And really... They're both equal. If there was ever an equal suck, these are it. They suck for different reasons, but they sucked equally. Like Dana Holgerson should have been able to recruit better. He should have been able to recruit better at U of H and turn out a better product on the field, quite frankly. When he got here, he had some talent. He just never replaced it. Um, And... The opposite is really true in a way for Jimbo Fisher. He had all the best recruiting classes. I mean, their recruiting class right now uh, for AM is fourth in the country. They're ra- rated fourth in the country. We'll see how that changes now with Elko coming in. They did get in before the transfer portal, by the way. Uh, hashtag side note. Uh, two transfers for AM after announcing. You have like a 30-day window where you can transfer after they fire a coach in college. Or you can enter the transfer portal. And um, was it uh, Max Johnson, their QB, Brad Johnson's son, um, he entered the transfer portal. So 
him and then some receiver that had like one catch for 13 yards in his A&M career. So, oh God, not him. Oh my God. What are they gonna, how are they going to replace one catch for 13 yards? I'll never know, swoon. What is that 114 backwards three followers? Oh, yeah. You know what, Miggy? Don't judge, okay? It's a goddamn Travis Sham mockery over here on my stream elements, all right? What's up, TDP? Good to see you, pimpin'. Let's see, why is... Oh, I see why now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Save. Uh-huh. Okay. You uh, you think you're big shit there, Miggy, huh? How's that? Huh? How's that now? How, how you like apples? How you like them apples, dickhead? No, I appreciate you uh, pointing out my flaws, much like my wife. It motivates me to be better. Um, I need to change this little pop-up doohickey. That's firing off way too many times. Way too many times. I don't mind it, but good God. Do we have to be like every 10 freaking seconds there, Pally? Let's see, interval. We want that every one minute, okay? Let's calm down here a little bit. Calm down, reload the page. All right, good to go there. Um, okay. Congrats, Trucky. What, Truck Daddy? What? Hi from the couch. I'm on paternity leave for three weeks. Suck it. Team no kids. Um, did y'all have a kid, Truck Driver Pookie? I know John Dorier did. Am I missing the baby? Am I missing a new deckhead? What? Uh, former LSU quarterback Max Johnson? Man, just know if you aren't good at going to a third school will not help. Yeah, that guy. He played okay when he was at AM. It was I. Right. He was okay. Uh Pacha that's on the Discord. Well, my bad, fam. Um oh, Barry on deck onesie. Those would be dope. I need to buy some blank onesies and just make some. Uh, that would be dope. Yeah, I hadn't been on the Discord, man. I, I'll be honest with you. I have tried to decompress and do as little online stuff as possible i haven't made any videos to my detriment um but yeah i have i just i feel the burnout coming on and um if i'm being honest 2024 is going to be a make or break year for the show we don't have to discuss now let's have some fun with it but 2024 is going to be the year where i decide to either keep going or quit I don't know if we make it to the anniversary before that decision is made. I sure hope so. Um, but yeah, this isn't uh, okay. Listen, we'll talk about it later. So yeah, just just know that part of decompressing here and trying to re-energize myself is you know just more more me time, less other time. So that's all. Hopefully, uh, by the way, Jenny's mom going to join me at three fifteen. So uh, looking forward to that. Heck yeah, babies, I love it. The wife might kill me, but I'm in. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. We're not. I don't have any onesies. I would make some, but I don't have any blank onesies. So um, no can do. All right. Let's see. That looks really weird. What is that? Oh, you know what? Let me see if I can fix the, the cheering real fast. Uh, save changes. No. 
No! Uh, excuse me. Jeez Louise. Okay. I think... Oh, my God, Barry, you've got to stop it. That is disgusting, sir. All right, let's see. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll know when, when a cheer happens. How about that? Um, We love Paul, though. What? I can't go back to ESPN after 10. Please stay forever. Oh, <laughs> you dab said we love Paul, though. You do love Paul? Good. You should love Paul. Uh, I tell you, I, I, CC, that son of a bitch didn't work. Oh, I know why. Yeah. I fixed it to where the, the, the one I fixed is a minimum of five bits. Mm hmm. Yep. That's, that's what I did. I'll reload the page though. Very nice. Um, oh, Dave said, uh, truth. Yeah, well. Very nice. Oh, shit, it didn't work. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you for the six bits and the... One deep said, just like my ex, you promised to never leave. I Listen, man, I am doing my best. I'm not saying it's done yet. I'm just saying next year is going to be a make or break year. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm quitting. It, it might be a make year. You don't know. We don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, it's going to be shit or get off the pot year. I feel like, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, um, that did not work. Whatever the frick I did did not work. All right. Let's do, uh, what do we got going here? I got so many things. I got so many things to thangin'. Uh, who did that? Oh, Matt Matthews. When that thing get the thangin'. Got those oh, nice. done. Very nice. This is not working, Mickey. <laughs> he said, "Rest in peace to the rest of my bits." And I don't know why it did not work, sir. I don't know why, sir. Rot. Yeah, rot. I don't know. I tried. Well, I've screwed that up. I have no idea. I'll work on it. I'll do the best I can do. Yo, what's up, Total Dallas? Hey. Well, speaking of just in time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Cece, did you just time out Total Dallas during his birthday celebration? I expected better of you than that, Cece. How could you? This is not okay. This is not okay. What is FTK? I don't even know what that is. Cece, the man, we were right in the middle of 
I have the lid off of the damn Jameson. Well, I guess we'll just... Oh, fuck them kids. I don't even know my own hashtag. I, uh... <clears throat> Chuck Never Pookie says it's a birthday gift for everyone. Damn. Y'all mean as hell. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait until Total Dallas is, uh, gets out of chat prison before we celebrate his birthday. Because I'll be damned if I do a whole birthday celebration without him. That, that would not be cool. That would be mean as hell. Fuck it. gift that keeps on giving and uh i just just total dallas when you watch this on the replay i don't know can y'all see the show when you're timed out i have no idea it seems loud is it loud there we go just know total dallas just know that i love you i appreciate you you are the man in my eyes, sir. But that would just be me. Okay? Um, but I love you. Bro, I hope you have a fantastically awesome birthday. All right? I hope you get roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Uh, cheers, my friend. Love you. Ah! Goodness gracious! I am checking a discordy cord now. What am I checking for, Uh I need some BOD in my life. Oh, what's up, friend? Let's go. Let's see. Hey, there it is. All right. Hey, truck driver Pookie. Um, speaking of birthdays, truck driver Pookie, do I have permission to show your baby on screen? I mean, you know, you being a big-time celebrity and all, I don't want to put your baby's biz. Okay, that's that's enough. How do giraffes do it? We will find out in eight minutes. Boy-bye. Boy-bye. Um, so, uh, I just need to know, uh, truck driver Pookie. Can I show the baby on screen? If not, totally understand. Uh, totally respectable. Totally get it. Uh, and what's the name of the baby? Bro, was eight pounds, one ounce? Damn. Born on November 23rd. That's what's up. Already looking like a grown-ass kid. Flip said, that was the worst birthday on BOD to date. For, for who? I gave it my all, man. I gave it my best. What are you talking about? I did the best I could under the circumstances. What do you want from me? 
Okay, what do you what do you want from me? I don't know. Anyways, one truck driver Pookie tells me if I can show his baby on screen, I'll get to that. Uh, until then, no can do chat. All right, um, let's talk about your. Let's see here. Oh, son of a bitch. One, two. Okay, I'll put that up there and that up there. I'm sorry. Not all my slides were made, so I'm trying to make them right now. And, um, well, I mean, I made the slides, but I didn't, like, make the slides. Does that make sense? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, let me see. 118. the fuck man oh okay what the hell oh gotcha 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 oh, what was that 127 all right cool <clears throat> i'm like what the frick what in the frick 127 there we go okay okay now it's coming into form here it's starting to work uh rudy Rod said what else is new what Let's talk about the reason TD was timed out. Okay, tell me the reason TD was timed out. Cece, can you can you share with the rest of us, please? Would you please care to elaborate as to why you timed out uh, Total Dallas? Please. My favorite thing Barry said on my birthday was she came and she never left. And we appreciate you. For coming and never leaving <laughs> we love you man uh, okay one two i don't feel like yet yeah, i got that oh boy this is not looking good okay yep yeah, got that uh yeah 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 and yeah oh okay i guess i did do it right Sorry, I'm 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 still uh let's see one, two, four, four more. One, two, three. I'm making slides. Okay, you guys are just gonna have to fucking deal with it, all right? Isaiah trucking bond. <laughs> um yeah, we gotta get to some college. We definitely do. Uh but let me just finish making these slides real quick. Hold on. I need one eighteen. Done. I need one nineteen. Uh, done. I need 120. Almost done, kids. Almost done. And uh, 121. Oh, nope. And 121. All right, cool. I think I have all my slides made. Now we can proceed to give you what you need. That's not how that goes. Um... What are we going to talk about first? Y'all want to do NFL or college foosball? Huh? What you want to do first? Which you, which you want to do first? NFL or college? Put a one in the chat for NFL, a five for college. One in the chat for NFL and a five for college. What do you want to do first? <gasps> Did I just... Oh, I was like, what the shit? I just lost a slide. One for NFL, five. What I say? Yeah, one for NFL, five for college. Is that what I said? I think that's what I said. Isn't that what I said? I'm pretty sure that's what I said. I don't remember what I said. 
Uh, one for NF. I will time a motherfucker out for the wrong number. Thank you, Pot. Damn right you will. Cue that one person that doesn't listen. Thank you. We need a damn kicker. Uh, ah. One for NFL, five for college. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's a, it's a goddamn, it's even, of course. Of course it's even. Can't do nothing. Can never do nothing. Uh, okay. I'm so confused because of all of these amazing slides I've made. Okay. Two more votes, and it's even. All right, here's what we're going to do. Let's talk a little uh, college football. It's it's. I got the one slide made. So based off of this past weekend, we now know our conference title games. We now know who's going to be playing who for the conference championships. And those games, my friend, are um, on your screen. So I'm also going to pull up the scores. We'll go through some of the scores that we saw in week 14. Yes. But here, here are your conference title games. Uh, Firstly, firstly, SMU will be playing Tulane in the AAC title game. One that a lot of people really care about. Uh, so similarly in the ACC, I mean, this will be interesting, but this is one of your first power five conference championships. Louisville will be playing Florida state for the ACC title game. Uh, the Oklahoma state, uh, Cowboys OSU is going to play Texas for the big 12 title. Iowa bringing that big D energy, uh, Going to be playing Michigan. M, go blue uh, for the Big Ten title. New Mexico State will be facing um, Liberty for the Conference USA. Boy, my, my how the mighty have fallen. Conference USA was kind of on the cusp. I remember back in the day when people were like, U of H should be uh, in the playoffs because Conference USA isn't a power five. Yeah. <laughs> And here we are. It's Liberty and New Mexico State. This realignment kind of sucks. Nonetheless. Uh, in the MAC, you got Miami of Ohio. Not just regular ass Miami. Miami of Ohio. We'll be playing Toledo of Ohio. I don't know. Where is Toledo? Toledo, Ohio, right? <laughs> Yeah, Posh said Sam Houston is in Conference USA. That tells you all you need. Sam Houston, worst Division I college football team in America. Conference USA. The USA stands for you suck always. Conference. Uh, anyways, Toledo going to be playing Miami of Ohio for the MAC title. The Midwest uh, sorry, the Mountain West uh, title game is going to be Boise State and UNLV. And this was decided not on the field, but by computers. It was a three-way tie. And the way the Mountain West decides their games is the average of a bunch of different computer ratings. 
So it was Boise. It was UNLV was the highest ranked team out of an average of all the different computer rankings. And they use like certain ones. I don't know what they are. They're like, well, it's like the IBM blue. And um, this is highly irregular, Bob. All these different computer models that they use. It's a bunch of nerdy shit. And then they average it out. And that's how they chose to break the tie in the Mountain West. UNLV was first at like 48. Uh, Boise State was second at like 53. And then I think, I want to say it was San Jose State or something like that was like 55. It was super close. And, and, and But all of them were right there in that, in that one group that uh, no one gives a shit about. So Boise State, UNLV for the Mountain West. Oregon will be facing Washington for the Pac-12 title. And of all the games... Of all the title games that we get to see, I am the most excited about Oregon-Washington. Remember now, regular season, uh, Washington um, held on as Oregon missed a field goal late in the game on the road in Washington and uh, BCS Mountain West. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah. That was a fun game. You know, and and Oregon really has played well except for that game, and they played Washington close. And really, Washington hasn't beaten um, teams convincingly. They barely covered against Washington State, which is a rival. I get it. But if you're the number four team in the country, you should be doing better and winning by bigger margins than Washington is right now. Uh, when we did our picks on football Saturday, I even took that Washington Washington State game, and I took Washington State in the points again because Washington just barely winning. So that's my favorite of all these of all ten of these conference title games. I'm most looking forward to Oregon versus Washington, and honestly, I think Oregon wins. I'm going to take Oregon neutral field. I'm going to take Oregon to win. Um, SEC title game will be Alabama versus Georgia. Georgia for the SEC title. And then the SBC, I don't even know what that is, but it's, was it Appalachian State versus Troy in the Who Gives a Shit conference? I don't even know what conference that is. I just downloaded the logo. I couldn't even tell you. Iron Bowl is always weird. Shout out Red Ra- Red River Conference. Okay. Yeah, I don't th- they barely beat Auburn. Who? Alabama? Yeah, Ian said Alabama will beat Georgia. Mm. For the sake of not getting timed out by CC, I would say that there is a chance. But I do agree Iron Bowl is always weird. They did struggle to beat Auburn. I I am not sold on uh, on Bama still. Oh, Sun Belt. Okay, it doesn't matter. Sun Belt, Sandy Belt, Sansa Belt. It doesn't matter. Okay. I am. Um, I saw somebody say that this has been the best job that Nick Saban has done as a head coach because he's actually had to coach and motivate and improve his players and his team, and I would agree. uh, Jalen Milrow 
was all but benched at one point during the season, and then he throws an absolute dime to win the Iron Bowl and beat Auburn last second. It looked like Auburn was going to win that game. So because of that, you can't be feeling great about Bama going into the SEC title game. I mean, somebody had to go, though. Somebody's got to go and lose to Georgia. Oh, my God, Wallace. The Sun Belt does matter. Go Cajuns. Shut up. Clarence said, I hope hope Georgia beats the absolute shit out of Alabama. CC can't touch me today. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, well, she's used her timeout, but she has a list. CC's like timeout Santa, okay? She makes a list, and she checks it twice, and um, she's going to time you out at some point. Uh, Total Dallas, what's up, pimp? All conferences matter next year. Uh, Happy birthday to you, uh, Total Dallas. Uh, Much love to you, buddy. I hope you were able to see your birthday shout-out. Hey, what's up, Stephen Luther? Good to see you, buddy. So there you go. There's your conference titles. For me, for me, I'm not going to pick the others because I don't give a shit. But let's have fun. Let's, um, well, we can do that later. I was going to say, let's see who we think wins. I think right now, at first blush, I would go uh, in the ACC title game. I think I would take Florida State over to Louisville. But I think it's going to be close. And somebody said in the chat that Florida State needs to blow Louisville out. Mm, I don't know about a blowout. It is the ACC title game. And they will be without their um, quarterback, their starting QB, uh, Jordan Travis, I believe was his name. I don't know. The Jamison is kicking in, and now I'm feeling woozy. But give me Florida State in that and a close one. I think it's going to be close. Uh, Can we have three timeouts today? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why isn't Ohio State, Michigan an automatic rematch? Because they're in different parts of the conference. If I'm not mistaken, let's see, standings. Uh, Yeah. They have to be in separate, in order to play in the Big Ten title game, So they have the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West. And they are in the same, which, wait, kind of seems like the Big Ten screwed that up. Uh, But it does ensure they get to play each year in the rivalry game. But there you go. That's why. Because the best record in the uh, Big Ten West plays the best in the Big Ten East. And thank God, finally, the Big 12 got around to having a conference title game. Remember when it was just the best record one? Stupid-ass Big 12. Always trying to be smarter. That's so dumb. At least now, though, that you get the top two teams play each other. But I would like to see conferences in the Big 12. Actually, you know what? It doesn't matter. The Big 12 is going to suck after this year anyways. No one's going to give a shit about the Big 12. They really aren't. It's going to be awful. Big 12 is going to be so sad. Which, by the way, kind of interesting that uh, the number 12 ranked Sooners um, aren't even playing in the Big 12 title game as they leave the Big 12. So, sucks to be you. So, yeah, that's why um, they... Oh, I done showed the baby. Didn't mean to. My bad. Didn't get permission. Fuck, I done fucked that up. Don't sue me. I don't give a shit. I'll shut this whole bitch down. Sue me. 
All right, so I'll take Florida State. I will take Texas. I will take Michigan. I'm going Oregon and Georgia straight up. If I was money lining, that's how I would money line it. If I was just betting winners and losers of the big the big five, the power five, I should say, I'd go Florida State, Texas, Michigan, Oregon, Georgia. There you go. I think Oregon wins. I think y'all sleeping on Ori. Ducks is nasty, um, I believe. So there you go. Next year is going to be crazy, 2024 in the fall. Mm, it's going to be weird. going to be weird. Even though that's Big 12 is a basketball conference. Mm, I guess so. Now it is. I guess so. That's that's probably not a bad observation. All right, here we go. Um, speaking of uh, rankings and whatnots, what the fuck? Okay, this is bullshit. I had another slide. What the fuck happened to my other slide? God damn it. Uh, Let's see, create. I'll just make a new one. Fuck you. Screw you, person. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what happened. All my... Oh, my slides are just absolutely a mess right now. How does this even happen? I'm so confused. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Let me just find my slide. Uh, Let me get my shit together for a second. Chat. Did I close it? Oh, I'm going to be so pissed if I closed it. I got to go re-add it. (sighs) Yep. I closed it. So I re I did my rankings. Hold on. Let me just let me go look at my show folder real fast. I did my rankings and uh let's see. Okay. Those did not download. Fantastic! Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad that it didn't work. You know what? I? It would really suck if things just worked on this godforsaken show. Let me go download it real quick. I uh, I ranked my top eight is, is what I'm saying to you, folk. I mean, I'm going to download it real quick, and I'm going to make my slide, and we're going to roll on. Uh, Here we go. Page three. Share. Ah. <sighs> This is so good. This is, you know what? Nothing says uh, fantastic live streams like just fucking around without a producer having tech problems as usual. That's so great. I, I just love it. I really do. It's It makes me so happy to uh, constantly struggle with bullshit. It, it really is fun. It really is. It's a hoot. Just let's just just get this shit over with. Could we please? Love of God. All right, here we go. Uh, okay. All right, here is my pick for your top eight. This is how I now don't don't be all like. Eh, eh. Let me let me explain first. All right, as the title says, hear me out. Okay, hear me out. 
Here's my top eight. And you can disagree if you want to disagree. That's fine. I, I, this is a free country and you're more than welcome to disagree. Uh, I counted five F-bombs in 30 seconds. Well, that sounds about right. So much for trying to get on radio. Uh, Posh said, I just want Texas A&M on Thanksgiving next year. Not going to happen. Texas, Texas A&M, not going to happen. I don't think. Yo! AJB! What's up, pimp? Longhorns destroyed the Big 12. Kind of. AJB said, what's up, deckheads? Work got me getting here late. Damn you, work! All right. Um, Pache said it was a regional thing like they did with Texas and TCU for a couple of years. Yeah. All right. Here's my top eight as of right now, after this past weekend. Don't at me, hoes. Okay. But you hear me out. I have Michigan at one. I know. I know. I know. Clarence said, hold up. Why is FSU out? Hear me out. I moved Michigan up to one because that was a really, really, really big win over Ohio State. Um, It was at home, and that helps, right? But that means Michigan now has won three in a row over Ohio State. But more importantly, they did it without their head coach down the stretch. They did it in this the biggest rivalry game in football right now, that being Michigan, Ohio state. And quite frankly, you could say day got out coached. There was a whole ass article on the athletic about it. And if you watched the game, you saw that right. Day went conservative. Michigan was just letting their balls hang out. It was fantastic. And the reason I moved Michigan up is because they beat a top four team. Georgia really hasn't beat anyone of consequence. Now, you know, if they beat Bama, maybe they get moved up again. Maybe. Although, I mean, I don't know. Michigan has two wins. Count Now, check this. Michigan has two wins against top 10 teams this year. No other team on the board in the top 10 can say that. No other team has beaten two top 10 teams this year other than Michigan. They've beaten Ohio State and they beat Penn State. At the time, Penn State was ranked number 10. They currently sit uh, at 10. No other team can say that. So I, I, I hate to penalize. It's really not penalizing, and I just like to say it like that just because it gets me all frisky. I'm not penalizing Georgia. I am promoting Michigan. Okay? So I moved Michigan to one. I have Georgia at two. I have Washington at three. And I'll tell you what. You could. You really could convince me that Washington should be four and Ohio State should be three. You really could. You could convince me of that. But. Washington hasn't lost yet. Ohio State does have a loss, albeit to Michigan. And it wasn't a blowout. It was close. 
You know, this, I mean, you know, Oregon's loss to Washington was close, and that's why I have them at six. I think Oregon's a really good football team. Now, I moved Florida State out of the top four simply because without their quarterback, they still won. They still won. But let's be honest. If you just use your eye test and you just watch these teams play, do you honestly think Florida State could beat Ohio State right now head-to-head? I don't, I don't believe they could. Hell, I'm not so sure that they beat Oregon or Texas. Look, they, they looked good, but this is a markedly different team without their leader. That's just, that's just a fact, okay? Um, but Ohio State looked good enough in a loss to the number one team in the country, in my opinion, to stay in the top four. And here's the thing. A lot of you are like, uh, no way. They lost. Can't do it. No. Why not? We did this every single year for years with SEC teams. If Bama, if it was Bama LSU and one of them lost and they were both top four, they stayed. How many times have we had to watch a playoff or a BCS, whatever bullshit, weird thing they had going on? How many times have we had to watch an SEC team, highly ranked top four, top five, top six, lose to another SEC team, highly ranked top four, top five, top six, and remain highly ranked. So if it's good enough for the SEC, by God, it ought to be good enough for the Big Ten. And I'm not even a Big Ten fan. I got no skin in the game in the Big Ten, but what's fair is fair. And I didn't have a problem doing it in the SEC, so I don't have a problem doing it in the Big Ten. Total Dallas, that doesn't mean it, it was right. No, it was, though. That's the thing. How many teams on this list do you think could beat Ohio State? Honestly, right now, how many teams on this list do you think could beat Ohio State? I don't think the teams listed five through eight could. Ergo, I have Ohio State at four. So Florida State at five. Oregon at six, but I could move Oregon up. Boy, I tell you what, if Oregon beats Washington, they're my top four. They're a top four team to me. Total Dallas, you are high if you think Texas is beating Ohio State. High. Oregon, I, I could see. But Oregon's got to beat Washington first, which they haven't done so far, okay? So, um, hey, what's up, Chewy? So, um, yeah, I got the Longhorns at seven and Bama at eight. There you go. They proved that on Saturday. Michigan barely beat them. I agree. I agree. Ohio State's better. Just because they lost, don't let that recency bias get you guys. Ohio State has been one of the preeminent programs this year. One of the preeminent teams this year. What's up, Cilio? I wasn't impressed with Ohio State's QB is trash. Uh, okay. Sure. Let's let's go. Let's go take a look see here real quick. Let's go back to these scores. And uh, let's do this. Yep. Here we go. Oh, Miss beat Mississippi State. Oh, let me zoom in because you guys can't see that shit. There we go. If they were the better team, they would have actually beat Michigan. 
Uh, I wasn't impressed with Ohio State. QB is trash. Okay. Uh, so Ole Miss uh, beat Mississippi State. Uh, Oregon beat Oregon State resoundingly 31-7. to Texas beat Texas Tech 57-7. to There's no big shakes there. Missouri beat Arkansas 48-14. to Penn State beat Michigan State 42-0. to Oklahoma beat TCU 69. I like the 45. Uh, Iowa beat Nebraska. Another ugly Iowa. Just put Iowa in the SEC already. Jesus. Iowa beat Nebraska 13 to 10. Tulane beat UTSA uh, 29 to 16. Other games. LSU. This was that was uh, that was Thursday and Friday. Saturday games. LSU beat Texas A&M and got their head coach fired, according to Clarence. That's not true. Beat them 42 to 30. Uh, Georgia beats Georgia Tech, but not convincingly. It is a rivalry game, so I'll give them that. Georgia beats Georgia Tech 31-23. Michigan beats Ohio State 30-24, and look. Michigan outplayed Ohio State. They outcoached Ohio State. They they were just better than Ohio State, but let's not sleep. Let's not sleep on um, both of these teams, all right? This was two versus three. God damn it. Bro, I fucking hate you so goddamn much. Okay, you know what? I swear to God, I will shut this whole fucking show down if I can't get to the box score. I'm not even kidding. Here we go. So, um, J.J. McCarthy, 148 yards of passing, one touchdown, all right? 16 of 20. Corm rushes for 88. Uh, Edwards goes for 31. Corm has the two touchdowns. Um, and then there's your receiving 182 yards and receiving to match, obviously, the passing yards. Um, Ohio State. Uh, there we go. Kyle McCord, uh, 18 of 30, 271 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. That's the big difference between the two. Well, really, I mean, 148 yards and a touchdown. Ugh. Uh, Travion Henderson rushed for 60 yards, but Ohio State just couldn't get the ground game going at all. Here's the deal. Here, here's just a, 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 a sub note on this. People still talking about J.J. McCarthy is undefeated, 12-0. He should be in the Heisman talk. Hell no, he shouldn't. Dude put up 148 yards and a touchdown. 16 of 20, great. He was efficient. But he was not, oh my God, Heisman worthy. Okay, not only that, I, I I recall he had like a a game against who was it, where he had like less than a hundred yards passing in a game. Look, let's go to his uh, here we go game log. Oh, for fuck's sake! I swear to God. <sighs> game log. Here we go. He had 60 yards against Penn State. Bro went 7 of 8 for 60 yards against Penn State. And then you're like, oh, but uh, what about it was, uh. I mean, nobody else, it's not like he was knocked out of the game. You just can't go 7 of 8 for 60 yards and no TDs. That's right, I said it, TDs. I said it like titties. What? What are you going to do about it? You can't go 7 of 8. For 60 yards and no titties. And expect me to take your Heisman candidacy seriously. 
Get out of town. Get out of town, Wallace. Bro, are you are you serious? Stop this nonsense. Stop this nonsense. Dubs, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Blake Corum? Hell, I I would be better off if you told me Blake Corum was had a better Heisman chance than JJ McCarthy. Because in the two games that have mattered the most, he has mattered the most. I'm just saying, like, you know, we can we could argue all day, but 16 to 20 for 148 and one titty, or you got Blake Corum who runs for 88 and two titties. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not be- I'm not buying the JJ McCarthy hype. I'm just not. Okay? I'm just not. No thanks. Um, Wallace said, check the season stats. Who gives a shit? Did you see what he did? Like, okay, let, let's check the season stats. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. I like Ivan. <laughs> Ivan, thank you for the 69. I like you. <laughs> Joe Pro, resubscribe. <laughs> Joe Bro, thank you for the resubscribed Prime sub 13 months, sir. You are a gentleman and a scholar. I appreciate that. Dub said, I don't think he's Heisman material, just putting it out there. I don't either. I mean, look, Bro has 148, 141, and 60 in his last three games. I don't know. Did he did he get injured versus Maryland? Is that what it was? Was he uh, oh nope? He just put up 141, but there goes Blake Corum again. Two titties in the 94-yard rushing game. I mean, come on, bro. You can't, you can't do that against Maryland and expect me to take you serious. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just not working for me, all right? The man has 2,400 yards passing, 19 titties and four inties. No. No. Dunskies. And that is JJ McCarthy is not a uh, Heisman candidate. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Oh, let's go all the way back. There we go. There's the scoreboard. Uh, here's the rest of those games. Let's see. So yeah, LSU beat a And M. Uh, we got Michigan, Ohio State, Washington beat Washington State, twenty four twenty one, barely hanging on. Maybe I should have bumped them down in the rankings. I don't know. Florida State beat Florida 24-15. Not an overly convincing win, much like Alabama. Not an overly convincing win. But remember, these are rivals. So it's going to be closer no matter who's, you know, who they're, who's on the teams or where they're ranked. Rivalry games are always closer for some reason, and I don't know why. Kentucky beat Louisville 38-31. to Arizona beat Arizona State 59-23. Notre Dame beat Stanford 56-23. Kansas State over Iowa State. Or sorry, Iowa State over Kansas State, excuse me, 42-35. Oak State beat BYU 40-34. Tennessee wins. North Carolina State wins. Clemson wins. And Liberty beat UTEP to remain amongst the top 25. So there you go. Um, yeah, you want to see LSU's. Wallace wants to see Jaden Daniels' uh, totals for the year. 
Here's his game log. He's got 3,800 yards passing, 40 touchdowns, four interceptions. Now that's a Heisman candidate. Okay? That is a Heisman candidate who put up 219 yards in a loss to Alabama. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can have a two-loss team and still win the Heisman. Let's check, uh, let's check Heisman odds. Let's see. Heisman odds as of right now. Uh, Heisman Trophy odds, top five favorites. Shoot, three hours ago. Okay, that's an Oregon rag. I don't want that. Let's see. FanDuel. Oh, Nelly. Here we go. FanDuel's Heisman odds. This is as of one hour ago, kiddos. As of one hour ago, odds be looking like this. Uh, there we go. Uh, Bo Nix currently has the best odds of winning the Heisman. Uh-oh. What the hell? At minus 180. Uh, Jaden Daniels uh, plus 140. Michael Penix Jr. is third on that list at plus 1,600. Jalen Milrow, why is he even on this list at plus 15,000? Carson Beck, plus 50, stop it. Uh, Ollie Gordon, plus 2,000, and J.J. McCarthy is now plus 25,000. I mean, come on, bro. This is a two-horse race according to these odds. I think I'd have Penix a little bit higher or better odds than that. But that's just me. Okay, you ain't shit, Hugh Dab. Uh, did, did Jenny's mom check in? I don't. I didn't hear it. I've been having problemos. Oh, she is here. Yay! All right, there's your Heisman odds. Bo Nix, the odds-on favorite to win. Uh, Jaden Daniels, and again, this could change. I'm telling you right now, if Bo Nix loses to Washington and doesn't play well, LSU's Jaden Daniels could win. Um. So we'll see. But there's your there's your top three, I think. Penix's odds, I think, should be a little bit better, especially if they beat Oregon again and end up in the playoff game. So um, that being said, it is now time, ladies and gentlemen, once again, uh, for one of my favorite times of the week each week when I am joined by the most loveliest, the most wonderfulest, uh, Jenny is mom joining me on the program. Mother, hello. Well, how sweet. How are you? I'm good. Uh, how are how are things? I know you were busy this morning. Thank you for. Oh, you know, I was. Yeah, I was. Jokes. I was showing property, and I was racing down twenty nine twenty trying to get home, and I'm here. Good. Uh, Stephen, the weather guy said, "Where's Jenny? Do we need to put out a silver alert?" No. <laughs> She's here. A silver alert. I'm <laughs> lost somewhere. That's what they say. I mean, if that's a silver alert, I, I hope I never have to put out one of those on you, mother. I hope you're. Uh, uh, you know. I'm telling you, I'm sticking around to 95 just to drive you crazy. I really hope so. I really hope that's the case. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hugh Dab said Jenny was out there slanging homes and busting domes. That's, Let's that's go. That's exactly right. I that's was right. a busy girl. Um, that's right. Well, you and I didn't see each other on Thanksgiving. This was the first Thanksgiving I, I spent with my wife in probably 10 years, I think. Well, that's good. Did you gain a lot of weight? You know what? I didn't. Um, we, 
We ate okay. We went to her mom's house. Again, I haven't seen them on Thanksgiving in forever, but we went to her mom's house and um, had some food and came back, and I just chilled out and watched football. I mean, it was it was nice. I understand you guys went to uh, Paul's daughter's Son, Jason's. Son. Yeah, we okay. went to his house, right? I got to see a bunch of the grandkids. Which That's is always, always fun. exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's better to see the grandkids. We don't care about the kids. I'm just kidding. But, you know, those grandkids are pretty darn special. <laughs> I mean, you don't say that about uh, Oliver and Sebastian. You don't. I, mean, I know. Sebastian well, and Spencer. Oh, my God. I just brought And I got cat. to see my new grandbaby who's three Aww. weeks old. So got a picture with him. And Good. So it was a fun time. And I had been working. That was the only day off I've had. I've been working, like, a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got to watch some football games, you know, here and there. Good. And trying to catch up on what's going on. U of H is looking for a new coach. Um, I know. <laughs> I was reading the paper this morning. It was talking about all the candidates, and it had Herman. And I went, Herman ain't coming back to U of H. That Tom was, Herman again? Yeah, I know. It's like, okay, I don't think they parted on very good terms. So. As, a, as a U of H um, alum, would you be happy with that? Would you Would you welcome Tom Herman back with open arms? Do you think you could rekindle the magic? Do you think he could? I think he could, but I don't think – I think U of H – I think him leaving U of H when he did, it was kind of bitter, and I don't think they'd ask him back. But the Chronicle had him among, you know, the top five or six that they thought might yeah. come. So Where is he right know. now? I don't even know where he is currently. Where is uh, he? I think he's an assistant coach somewhere. Tom Herman. I don't know. Herman. I have to look up. I couldn't remember what it said. Let's see. Tom Herman, football coach. He was great. Um, I went to some games when when he was there. I mean, it he, was just he weird was how he kissed all the players. That was super creepy. Yeah, no, that was weird. That, that was, was a super weird. creepy. He's currently the head coach at Florida Atlantic. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's what. It is. Hey, they also talked about that guy from uh, University of Texas San Antonio. Oh that, yeah, you know, he's supposed to be really good. They won their you know American. What is it? The American Athletic Conference or some uh, title? So no, I don't know. What, no, they didn't. It's been a revolving door. It's you know we thought this UTSA, guy UTSA is not good this year. Um, no, they're not. I haven't uh, been keeping up with them. Uh, I think because they just we just I just showed all the scores. Are you not watching the show, Jenny? Well, I didn't get here until three thirty, and I've got all this apparatus yeah. together, and I was listening some, but uh -huh. I didn't get. Yeah, UTSA just that. lost to Tulane. UTSA is not. Oh, they're eight and four this year. Yeah. Oh, eight and four. They were yeah. really good last year. Yeah, so. they were. They were good last year. Um. So Tom Herman, since leaving yeah. Houston in 2016, he went to well, Texas. Well, he went to Texas. Coached yeah. three years there, then uh, obviously failed and went to the Chicago Bears. <gasps> oh, that's right. To become an offensive analyst. Yes, and then, and then now he's at Florida Atlantic as the head coach. And let's be yeah. honest, offensive analyst for the Bears is nothing to hang your hat on. They were not very no, good. no. So, but I really liked him. I thought he was a great coach. I mean, he's the he, Richard he Dawson of head coaches. He kisses everybody, and so that's great. There um, you go. He sure had those guys motivated, though. But I we went to some of their games. It was a lot of fun, but. 
I mean, if you're going to do anyway. that, you might as well just go back and see what Kevin Sumlin's doing besides getting DWIs oh, down in Florida. God. Oh, we lost a lot of coaches. But, you know, um, it's it's just been a revolving door. So It has. But I did get to watch some. I did like get to my watch sex life in high yesterday. school. You know, just revolving door of people. Yeah, right. I know. A lot of dudes God, coming and going. It. Okay. Yeah. Nope, yeah. That yeah, took yeah. A turn. yeah. No, not, not, probably not. <laughs> uh, mother, so let me ask you now that Thanksgiving yes. is out of the way, what, what can I get you for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? I hadn't even thought about it. Well, um, you know, my favorite the gift is spending time with you. So. Oh, fuck off. That's so no, lame. I'm serious. That's the last answer. year. Oh, listen, when you and Nora came over last year for Christmas, that was a wonderful day. That was a lot of fun. Just hanging around. Remember I made your favorite? Do you remember yes. what I cooked? Yes. Uh, so, you know, I could do that again. I don't I'm not buying that though, mother. That's not <laughs> I don't. All right, I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Listen, I I think you have. There's something that you want that either Paul won't buy you, or you won't ask him for. Um, and you know, I have to think about that. Can I give you an answer next week? No, I want it right now. I'm doing my. Well, lit- it's too bad. Cyber, I do it's that. Cyber Monday. Hey, I. Oh, that's right. Have you it, bought it, anything? I no, I've been working every day. Did I gotta you, work tomorrow. I haven't had a chance to do anything. So uh, by the way, Total I mean, Dallas said what is my favorite dish? Corned beef hash? No. <laughs> that is stupid. Chicken and dumplings. Duh. Uh. My mom makes the bomb ass chicken and dumplings. So so I asked you and Nar what you wanted for Christmas dinner, and that's what that's what, that's we, what we had. Did. That's what we did. That's right. Uh, Steve, the other guy night. said, "Oh, he knows what you want for Christmas: AT and T Sportsnet." <laughs> oh, absolutely! Except I think they're still leaving there now, aren't they? The Rockets and and uh, oh, on, the Astros. It's gone. It folded. It's now called Space City Sports. Net or yeah, Space they're City doing sports something different. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. I can't keep I just I'll just bootleg it like I always do. Don't Shh, say don't that out loud. That. You don't, just don't told don't. the whole internet. There are thousands millions of people watching right now. Millions. <laughs> Wallace said ask <laughs> okay, for another Barry. grandkid. Oh sure. fuck you. Nope. No, that's, no, a, no. that's a <laughs> good way to get this whole shut down real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> I got plenty of grandkids. I'm Tony said, uh, how about a dickhead party at Jenny's for Christmas? That sounds like fun. Except you I'm would. not cooking. <laughs> yeah, no, you got, if you host the party, you have to cook. <laughs> no, I'm not cooking. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not if I'm hosting the party. That's the whole. We do all need to get, we do all need to get together. That's though. why you host. Well, I told That's them. Right. And, and I don't think they wanted to hear it, mom. And I really what? just, I've been ruminating on this and 2024, I think is the make or break year for this show. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And now you immediately got the negative idea too. You're like, oh yeah. You no, I, I'm saying it because be you down? feel that way. Just like everybody else. Everybody no, else is I'm like, saying- oh, you can't shut it down. I said make or break. How come no one assumes make? Everyone just assumed break, including my own mother. Mother, that's not what no. I meant when you said. Oh bullshit! I was, 
What I meant was that you are th even thinking too, about that. That's sad. It's too late. Why wouldn't you think about it? If you if you ran a, a business for four or five years and it just hey, stalled been out. There, and, done that. Well, what'd you do? Are you still in those businesses? No. no. You eventually have to go, well. <laughs> this isn't working. This shit may not be working. What would we all do without your show? Well, I don't I mean, fucking know. On. Maybe go <laughs> encourage 10 other people to watch. If if I mean, every person, listen to me, if every yes. person got two people to watch the show. Up. That's true. Not even sign up. Just watch the goddamn show. We're at 52 right go. now. If every person got two more people. We'd be at 150. I'd be rolling right now. We'd be. We'd hey, be I gave out your. I gave. I gave out your your thing today to to Lindsay, who I was showing houses. Said oh. you need to watch the show. So oh. I'm always telling people. Did you tell her I cuz? Well, I told her it might be a little R-rated here and there, but. <laughs> is 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 that who did I hear? Is that the dog shaking or is that Paul? Can you hear that? Yeah, of course. Of course we can all hear that. Kaylee, you That's better Kaylee. behave. Okay, it, well, at least it's, it's not my, Paul. It's my, no, it, it's not Paul. It's it's Kaylee. She's misbehaving. So I'll gotcha. try to straighten up. Um, the, 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 uh, the deckhead said that you're going to take over and it's going to be called Jenny on deck. And you'll <gasps> oh, host it. I, I couldn't do that every day. Oh, oh I, my that's, God. Look, I, I when you're as technologically wait. disadvantaged as I am, I, I doubt say, that would happen. You think we got tech problems now? I'm telling you. Shit. Hey, but what are we going to do without fantasy football? I mean, come on. Oh, we having God. a ball this you year. You had to just <laughs> wedge it in there, didn't you? You just had to bring it up, didn't you, Jenny? Well, I was really watching yesterday. There's four of us tied now. That's does that happen Listen, all the we time? We don't do fantasy updates until tomorrow. Don't try to oh, wedge okay. just because right. you won. Don't be trying to wedge that <laughs> shit into the show. Look at me. I'm tied for first. No one gives a okay. shit, Mom. I've I told I you a million times. What is that? What I tell you about fantasy talk and this show and any show? No one That's cares right. about don't your team fantasy. but you. Nobody cares that I beat your butt and nobody cares. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Bash is hot, mama bear. Yeah, she's, bro, this is what she does, Bash. She wins a couple of games and then she wants to talk fantasy, Bash. But when she's out here getting her ass whooped, she doesn't show up. Oh, all of a sudden, I got work to do. I can't be on oh, the show yeah. this week because I lost fantasy and I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I know. Hey, it went bad last year. I I have to admit, I, when I come in last or you something, you were awful last year. Are you? I was shitting terrible. Me? And I'm talking about even this serious. year on your losses. It's amazing. You're never here on the weeks you lose. Only on the <laughs> weeks you win. Mm. Hey, you were you weren't here. You didn't have the show. Not me. I would have been here when I lost. But you you were when? out gallivanting around in the country somewhere. When when I hey. lost to you. Oh, when you lost to me that first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was here. I've been here. I mean, I'm not That's here every true. week, but yeah. No, but you were here. I've lost you more than the I've monies. won. 
You missed some Mondays that you did. Oh, I yeah. remember. Yeah, but we don't talk fantasy until Tuesday. So Okay, well, forget I said anything. Yeah. No, it's too late now. <laughs> can't unring the bell, Jenny. Can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Okay, I'll change the subject. What do you want for Christmas? I want you to stop bringing up fantasy when you win for Christmas. That's what. That's cheap. That's okay. all I want. All I want. I don't even want to spend all time you want with you. For I just want. No. <laughs> I just don't want fantasy talk when I lose. I suck okay, so I bad agree. this year. I agree. But all I yeah, have to you, do, you, mom. No, so, honey, you don't. Oh, shut up! Don't mock me anymore. <laughs> Amos, uh, friend of the show, Amos, bet every he bet me fifty bucks that I would finish last in this league, and I haven't oh. given a shit about winning or first place or the playoffs. All I want to do is not finish last so I can take his money. That's it. That's all I give a shit about. I'm just That's like not I, a you very know, good goal. Listen, I'm scoreboard watching, but all I'm watching is who's behind me and are they winning or losing. That's all I'm watching. I just want Amos's money. I could give a single solitary Do shit. You really have a fifty dollar bet? Yes, and currently I'm in oh my seven. God. Well, I'll start rooting for you. I don't. Okay. I don't listen. I don't need your pity root. Okay, I don't need your your sad. Oh, <laughs> I hope my terrible son get, wins. Shit. Oh. I don't need that. Okay. Okay. You're right. you're in a three way tie for second. We're gonna do all this tomorrow. But yeah, I no. I we're just, up, there's no. There's four of us no. now that okay. are tied for yeah, first. This is it. I'm just keep up. No, you're you're dead ass wrong, Jenny. <laughs> no, I'm you're, not. Wait till the stats come out tomorrow. You're wrong. There's four teams that are eight and four. I wish I could oh. make you keep up with things. Oh, wait, that's right. We're at week 12. I'm looking at week 11. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can keep up. Oh, this is why you're in last place. Yet. No, Got I'm it. just kidding. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's the end of that. And ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, I hope Wait, you guys I enjoyed. You. No, no, just, just, I hope you guys enjoyed Jenny's mom. This was her last time on the show. Oh, tired of Barry. getting ridiculed by my mother. I love you, Mom. I love you, too, honey. Bye, dad kids. I'll see you next Monday, and I will not bring up fantasy. Maybe. I won't. No, maybe see you. Huh? You're on thin ice. <laughs> it's just two weeks in a row you have come on this show and talked so much shit to me. Did I talk shit? Oh, my God. Oh, you fun, opened actually. up talking shit, and you closed <laughs> last week talking shit. It's kind of fun, though. And you know what's hilarious is that uh, what? Uh, no one clipped it because I threatened them, and they really believed me. I was like, I'll delete them. Oh, you clip it. Oh, yeah, no one clipped it. I was like, that shit was hilarious. You guys should have clipped it. Nope, did not. By the way, Bash said, no, please bring up fantasy, uh, Mama Barry. We love it. I said, shut up, Bash. Come on, man. All right, that's enough. Get out of here. Oh, I will. Not a word. Not a word. I love you, mother. Not a word. You're the best. Okay. All right. All right. I'm thinking of my Christmas gift. Mm, oh. I'll let you know. All right. I love you, weirdo. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Jenny is mom, everybody. Joins me on the show every Monday. Well, every Monday that we can work out our schedules, but gets on here every Monday and we have fun. We we talk shit and uh, she can dish it out and take it. That's the beautiful thing about it. She has a good time and... uh She's kicking some ass in fantasy, as much as I don't want to admit it. She's she's doing well, and it's sickening, if I'm being honest. I wish I would have never invited her 
Oh, God. I'd, I'd be honest, that's why I didn't go over there on Thanksgiving. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> she's in the green room laugh because she knows I'm full of shit. I just, I couldn't bear to listen to, you know what? Actually, I was going to go over there yesterday to watch the game with her. And then I remembered all I'm going to do is hear about how good her fantasy team is. So I opted not to. I'm just going to wait for basketball season to go watch a game with my mom because, well, she talks a lot of shit. So uh, there we go. All right. It is rolling up on four o'clock. I'm going to take a quick break of little potty break. I'm going to grab me another Diet Coke because I'm out. When we come back, we're going to talk some NFL football. We got some. We got the conference titles out of the way, uh, but we do need to talk uh, Texans, Jags. We need to talk gambling this week. Uh, there's a history could be made uh, pending the outcome of tonight's Monday night football game. And we got to talk injuries and everything else. So uh, this is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around. Uh, do not to go anywhere. We still have plenty of foosball to discuss right after this quick break. So you go poop or pee or smoke, hit the bong, whatever it is you do during the break. I'm going to grab a drink and pee and we'll come back and talk some more sports. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around. Do not go anywhere. I'm your host, Barry Laminek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, <clears throat> those of you that did can suck it, okay? I don't know why you'd leave. We still have plenty of shenanigans to get to. Um, a couple things. I, I need to uh, go back and say uh, a hearty hello and thank you to those of you that sent a thankful Thursday last week on Thanksgiving, no less. 
Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna checked in seven o'clock in the morning. You were the best, Donna. You are so kind and so sweet. She said, happy, uh, thankful Thanksgiving Thursday and sent in a $10 gift. Thank you uh, so much, Donna. You have been amazingly supportive and kind and uh, it is uh, so appreciated and um necessary to keep this show rolling um pp dubs checked in on friday he, he sent in a seven dollar one day late thankful thursday have a good weekend uh appreciate you pp dubs thank you very much my friend and to sylvia on friday she sent in a ten dollar happy belated thankful thursday and thanksgiving meant to send this yesterday my apologies hope you had a great turkey day sylvia you're the best i appreciate you thank you so much and uh lastly on uh where to go uh, Total Dallas sent in a thankful Thursday on Wednesday. Um, I believe it was Wednesday, but he sent it via PayPal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I don't know where the hell. Let's see. I'm trying to log into my damn PayPal. This never works. I I let me tell you something. Um, I hate PayPal a lot, a lot, a lot, because it acts like an asshole a lot of times. Let me see. Hold on. Money, PayPal. I'm trying on my phone. Dude, Face ID is so badass. Face ID is so badass. Why is that? Yeah. Um, uh, November 21st. Uh, Total Dallas said, in my business, we call a day where you call in and you're not sick, a mental health day. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, where the hell did the rest of it go? What the frick? I appreciate you giving us a show anyways, is basically what it said. Uh, much appreciated, Total Dallas. I really appreciate you um, taking the time to send that in, that $10 um, uh, message uh, on PayPal and supporting the show. Thank you, buddy. I do appreciate that. And again... Happy birthday to you, my friend. Now, what I want to know before we get into some NFL talk, uh, anybody get anything for Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Anybody? Anybody? Hello? Anybody? Um, I haven't bought anything. Not yet. I don't I don't think I'm going to either. Uh, I will say that if you follow me on Twitter, I had to point out the hypocrisy. The the Travis Sham mockery. That is um, Amazon. If you go back and look, see at this tweet. Where is it? Let's see. Uh, profile. God bless. Dagnabbit. Stupid Sarah Frizzle. Russell Flecken. Here we go. Uh, I pointed this out because I thought it was bullshit, quite frankly. And um, oh, nice. Mimi bought lots of stuff. Good for you, Mimi. What'd you get? Uh, Terrence said, I bought my nephew and my shoes for Christmas. Nice. Nice. Bought a new t-shirt from Till Valhalla. Oh, dope. Uh, dopeness. Yeah, they do have some dope shirts. Some very cool shirts. I posted this though on Twitter because I thought it was kind of bullshit. So, you know, when on Amazon, when you add stuff to your cart, you can do like save for later and it kind of keeps a list, right? Uh, oh, Mimi got stuff for the grandkids, of course, because you're sweet, Mimi. You didn't get nothing for yourself, Mimi? Gotta get something for Grandma, too, now. Come on, y'all always so selfless. Y'all gotta start, Grandmas need to be more selfish, all right? 
I, y'all know I'm team fuck them kids. Don't worry about them kids. They're going to get plenty from mama and daddy. Sure got you a little something. You know what I mean? Like a stripping Santa or okay. No, uh, this is what I put on Twitter because on black Friday, I got this notice in my shopping cart that said the following items have gone up in price. I had this case saved. It went up from 23 to 28 bucks, almost 29. So almost $6. This hard drive enclosure went up a couple of bucks. And then this toolkit went up damn near $25 on black Friday. And I thought you raggedy bitches. And that, that just, I don't know why it pissed me off so, but it did. Cause I'm like, you know what? They're always doing this to people, always screwing consumers. And then the crazy thing is, is you go and look and lo and behold, a Cyber Monday deal, the same exact tool set is on sale for $75. You raggedy bitches. It was $75 before Black Friday. And I got the proof right there in the first tweet. Look, it was $75.89. And then they were up the price to $94 and then lowered the price again. And I say, go fuck yourself. That's... It's just not okay. So you really got to be careful as a consumer. You really do. A lot of times we get tricked into thinking that what we're buying is a great deal. And got to do some research, fam. Got to watch. You got to keep an eye on it. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's it's a damn shame that they do that. But uh, yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. All right. Uh, so I didn't I didn't get anything. Oh, good. Nice. Robert likes beer, bought a new pair of Crocs. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, Tony said that happens to us. We watch pricing closely. You have to, man. You really do. If you don't, um, you end up thinking you're getting a good deal or, you know, you think you're paying less for something and and you're not. You're just, you're over overspending uh, unnecessarily. So, what the hell is this? I wanted, uh-oh, is my new phone case here? I did get a phone case because I'm sick of this stupid-ass silicone phone case that I have. It's like rubberish. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, so I ordered a new phone case because I don't I don't want those. This is silicone, and it's not even the fingerprints. It's just that I can't put this in and out of my pocket. Yo, what's up, B. Hannon? Thank you for lurking, brother. Much appreciated. Mucho appreciated. Okay. Um, let's talk some NFL. The Texans lost because the refs blew a call. But it's super thin though, right? Yes. What, the silicone or the the plastic case? No, this one's not that thin actually. Uh, but the plastic case that I ordered is supposed to be thin. Correct. All right. Now, let's talk about your Texans losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday. A lot of you want to blame the referees. I saw it on my Facebooks. I saw it on my Twitters. Um, I saw it everywhere. Everywhere. And while I appreciate you being a fan of this team and, um, you know, showing up, I do. It was playoff atmosphere in Houston, which was awesome to see. Um, it was on the broadcast. They even said that normally the Jags don't practice with crowd noise, but someone, a coaching staff member from the Arizona Cardinals 
told them, hey, man, that, that place is loud. You got to you, you be, be prepared. Be prepared. Uh, Wallace said, I sent you the thinnest case ever on Discord. Well, did you send me a condom? Because like five people did that. And it was. Was it a condom? Was that the one? Or was it a condom? <laughs> um, so it was dope to see a playoff like atmosphere. It was dope to see this team not fold up and uh, buckle under the pressure. What was not cool, although it's good to see fans fanning, what's not cool is the fans blaming the referees for the L, for the loss. Okay, the Texans did not lose because of the referees. You can't be within a field goal and not only within a field goal, but kick said field goal and miss it to tie the game and force overtime and say that it was the fault of the referees. Yeah, but Tank Dell was in, Barry. There's the picture right there. You're right. You're right. He got both feet in. He got both feet in. Did they have this view? Absolutely not. They had what they had. And the call on the field stood. And they even suggested that had they called him in and, and received it, it probably would have still stood as opposed to being confirmed because they just didn't have a, the, enough angles, I guess, to make a determination and confirm or overturn the call. But this is not why they lost. And other calls that got blown are not why they lost. The Texans got a couple of favorable calls early as well that no one wants to bring up in Texas Nation. The fact of the matter is the refs had bad calls and good calls on both sides, but it did not, I repeat, did not determine the final outcome of the game. The only way that you could convince me the only way you could convince me that the refs had a say or a hand in the Texans losing to the Jags here at home yesterday word it, it would be if they blew a call on a scoring play on a touchdown that was a touchdown that was called not a touchdown. That play with Tank Dell wasn't a touchdown. Was it on a drive, an, an important drive? Sure. Was it a crucial drive? Yes. I get it, but that's no guarantee that they score. That's no guarantee that they get any points, and it's no guarantee that they win. The only thing that you would have been guaranteed that the refs blew the game for you on is a last-second touchdown that's not called a touchdown or vice versa. And that didn't happen in this game, so I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and allow y'all to meow, meow, cry, cry about the Texans losing because of the refs. The fact of the matter is, had Amendola kicked it 57 yards instead of 54 or 55 and doinked it off the crossbar, you go to overtime and you don't know what happens. They might still lose. So I ask you, had he made it and they go to overtime and lose, is that the ref's fault? You, you know what? You're tied after regulation. How could it be? How could it be? Fact of the matter is, you got beat by a better team. Okay? That's it. The, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are a really good football team right now. And the Texans had their number early in the season and beat them and got a hell of a, a big assist from a ton of special teams mistakes 
and special teams play that you weren't going to get every game. And you didn't get it this game. And yet you're still close. You're, you are you played one of the best four teams in the AFC. Maybe the best three. One of the best three teams in the AFC. You played them to a 24-21 game at home. A team who was number two. Had the number two pick in the draft last year. One of the worst teams in football. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. You're playing with house money the rest of the season. All right. The Texans are six and five. Their win total for the season at Vegas was 5.7. So if you took the over, you're already a genius and you're playing with house money. They're six and five. They're still in the playoff hunt. There's still a really good chance this team could make the playoffs. And I'll show you why in a second. But being upset or ah, they got screwed. No, they didn't. They didn't get screwed. And I agree with Tony, and I agree with Jeff Bell. I didn't like some of the play calling this week. The offense looked a little stagnant. It looked like they weren't really getting their uh, the the. You didn't see the normal rhythm and motion that you see within this offense, but also C.J. Stroud was running for his life. So, I, I you know you can blame it on the play calling to a degree because I didn't like some of the short yardage play calls. But at the same time, the O-line, in my opinion, is what really let this team down this week. That was where the deficiency really sat for this offense. I mean, the Josh Allen just had his way up front. And you just can't let that happen. You just can't let that happen. Josh Allen seemed like he was in the backfield almost every single play. C.J. Stroud, to his credit, maneuvering in the pocket, uh, eyes downfield constantly. You got to love that. The dude's a rookie. And he, he is playing like an absolute vet. I heard somebody compare him to, hey, reminded me of Frank Tarkenton. What? Or Fran Tarkenton. Frank. Who the fuck is Frank Tarkenton? Who the fuck is that guy? I have no idea. I'm just out here making up names. Connor McGregor. Frank Tarkenton. Isn't it Fran? I never heard of it. Shut up, Patrick Swayze. Nobody asked you. Yeah, the fact of the matter is this team played like a 6-5 and five team who's learning how to play football in the NFL. It's a young team for the most part. You know, you got rookies at key, key positions. I've said it before. This team is going to have bad games. This team is going to have good games. But what I love about this team is every single week you feel like they learn and they get better. Whether they win or lose... They're going to learn something from that week. And I feel like hopefully they did. Also, it's weird that this O-line, no, not Coach Francione, stop it. It's weird that this O-line is worse now than they were earlier in the season when they were two and three deep into the O-line. How is that even possible? Of course, you know, maybe, maybe play calling has something to do with it. Uh, I said we were due for a game loss last minute, but was hoping it wasn't against the Jags. True. True that. True that. True that. That's the, the one game you didn't want to lose right now was against the Jags. But now you got to look forward and say, hey, you, you better not lose against Denver either. Okay? You better not lose against Denver. But no, just put it to bed. This did not have a material outcome on the game. Nothing did. Missing that field goal. Is, is what made the difference. And the Jags are a really good football team. 
Uh, looking at the box score, Jags had 3, 10, 8, and 3 is how they scored. Texans didn't score in the first quarter, but scored a touchdown in each of the remaining three quarters and then missed that field goal. Um, Let's see. We can go to the little boxy box. We could, we could pull that up real quick. I don't, I don't, let's, I'm not going to look at the box score from every game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was 23 of 38, 364 yards, a touchdown, and an INT. Had a quarterback rating of 60, or excuse me, 90.2. Uh, Travis Etienne was 20 carries for 56 yards. Almost unstoppable until he got injured. Almost unstoppable until he got injured. Um, what does this say? And Denver is looking good right now. I know. That's the thing. That's what you got to focus on. Um, but yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence looked really good, but that Jags defense looked impeccably good. I mean, this Texans offense, whether you want to say it and agree with it or not, this Texans offense has been one of the better offenses in football. Yes, that's a fact. Fact, faggity, fact, fact, fact. That Jags defense came in here and held this team to 21. Now, you know, that said, uh, C.J. Stroud still got 26, went 26 to 36, 300 yards passing again. Two touchdowns, no INTs, had a 116 rating. Pretty clean game for his part. But you can blame some of the play calling. You can blame some of the defense. And you know what? Quite honestly, if C.J. Stroud is leading your team in rushing, that's a problem. Yay, Donna! Donna said, go Texans! Thank you for the 14 bits, Donna! Absolutely go Texans. Texans better watch out for Mr. Unlimited. (laughs) I know Jeff Bell. I know who he's rooting for in that game. Jeff Bell, Mr. Bronco himself, Jeff Bell. This guy right here. This guy right here. That guy. 100% he's rooting for the Texans. 100%. Jeff Bell, we got to make a bet. We got to have a bet going into this game. We got to have a bet. We got to think of something to bet, Jeff Bell. Maybe it'll be like a, I don't know. Um, We could do like a Discord thing uh, where I got to put my icon as the fucking stupid Denver horse face. I'll just get a picture of John Elway. Do that. I don't know. Um, you, we'd make a bet where, okay, yeah, I have to make my, uh, discord, uh, avatar, John Elway's face. And you have to change the ringtone on your phone to clay walkers. It's football time in Houston. Yo, what up, Alec? Good to see you pimping. We're just about to go over some NFL scores. Um, just talk to the little Texans. Broke that down. By the way, big game tonight for the books. Big, big, big game tonight for the books. Let me pull up the. Yeah, there we go. So it says this is according to ESPN. If the Vikings cover, it could be a historic winning week for favorites. This is according to ESPN. By the way, expect a lot more. <laughs> Alex at man, fuck Mayfield. I get it. I get it, fam. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. it it's Baker, bro. It's Baker. You kind of knew going in. 
It'd be like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You knew every year Ryan Fitzpatrick was your quarterback. You knew you were about to go eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine. You just knew. Then this is, you know, the Baker giveth and the Baker taketh away. Uh, so Vikings, if they cover, you got history and, and be expecting a lot more gambling news and information coming out of ESPN because they got that ESPN bets now, which if I could just say for a second, a little side note, you know, you never really saw much gambling in sports because you didn't want to see conflicts of interest, right? You've got guys, if they own a casino or they have stake in a casino, there's certain things they can't do. They either have to, they can't own a franchise. They have to sell stake. They have to sell their, their stake in the in the casino. It's been very careful not to blend betting and gambling and, and the powers that be between the two. But I think it's really, really interesting that ESPN is getting in on the ESPN bets side of things. And they're also pulling the strings in a lot of these different scenarios in college football, college basketball, pro football, pro baseball, the NBA. I mean, conference realignment, whether you believe it or not or think it or not, conference realignment is a direct result of ESPN behind the scenes working things and pulling strings. So I'm a little leery about this whole ESPN bets thing. Um, I don't know if this is their, if they've got a book yet. Is it, is it a whole ESPN bets book? Let's see. Yep. Sure enough. Uh, the official sports book of ESPN. So what you basically have is a network who could can you know essentially affect conference realignment for the entire NCAA landscape, and now they have a sports book. I, it, it just there's something here. There's something here that I want you guys to watch. Bookmark this, clip it, whatever. This is a concern. And I'm not going to be surprised if we find out five years down the road or 10 years down the road that ESPN has been involved in some nefarious things that going on in the gambling world. It won't surprise me. And then Disney's going to be like, what? We didn't know. So just keep an eye on that. Um, Alex Villanueva said, what was the spread? I unfortunately got it at, at Yeah. I got Texans plus one, and I don't know why I did that. As soon as I did it, I was like, if I was going to do that, I should have just money lined them. There's no way this game ends in a tie. Why did I go with plus one? Why did I, why didn't I, what am I doing? At the time we did the Laminator 5000, it was Jags plus one and a half. But I was like, I, I should have known better. You just don't take any team plus one in football. That just doesn't make any sense. Because the money, that well, I guess the value was minus 110. But all that was going to do was get me a push or lose. That's it. Amos said Disney's actively trying to sell ESPN. Didn't know that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, taking plus one in football, 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Ivan. You're the you're a gambler, weirdo. I just don't. I, as soon as I did that, I was like, "Why did I do that?" That's weird. Like, taking plus one didn't make any sense to me. But what else? Uh, what's up, Joe Pro Barry? A middle aged white man used the word nefarious. This is serious. Exactly. Exactly. That's when you know white people mean business. We use words like nefarious and preposterous. <laughs> flabbergasted uh i haven't said not by much but yeah i did money line yeah that's the thing if you're gonna unless you're getting better odds because i think i got texans plus one at a minus 110 which it was at like minus 115 and i think money lining the texans was at minus 115 so i think i got like slightly better odds And then as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, you know what? This was an impulse wager. I didn't think it through, which is still part of my problem. Uh, okay. What was I going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole if the Vikings cover thing. Um, check this out. Dre had the Jags yesterday. Okay. Screw you. Um, where is it? <laughs> All right, NFL favorites need Vikings cover for historic winning week. It's pretty crazy. Um, NFL betting history can be made on Monday Night Football if the Vikings can cover a three-point favorite against the Bears. I think they will. Favorites have covered the spread in 12 of 15 games this week, tying the record for most in a single week. So if you normally bet the dog, you took an absolute bath. You got screwed this week. Uh, but it says tying the record for uh, most in a single game, week 12 of 2017 in the Super Bowl era. According to ESPN Stats and Info, there has never been a week in the Super Bowl era in which favorites covered the spread in 13 games. And so there we go. You get it, and you got it. <clears throat> and we'll see. By the way, I just want to point out how uh, amazing this is. This should be what every versus going forward looks like. This is Bears versus Vikings, okay? You know, normally you see shit when you see a, ver excuse me, when you see like Bears versus Vikings image, normally what you get is some lame-ass shit like this. Hold on. Uh, this is what you normally get. When you get Bears Vikings. Right? Okay. Uh, who cares? This is what the people want. This is what gets the people going. Ding, 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 ding. This is how you should do a versus. Take note. Every other social media sports account. This is what the people want. Right? I mean, think about that. Texans versus Jaguars. Uh, show me. You just go to just go to AI and say, "Hey, make me a picture of a cowboy fighting a jaguar." Done. I just happened to Google Bear versus Viking, and this is what I got. It's provocative. That's exactly right. It gets the people going. Beep, beep. 
Beep, boop. Beep, boop. All right. Um, so now you know what the history is. So let's talk injuries real quick. Here's your injury report update. So far, Miles Garrett going to have an MRI today. They already may have the results. Hell, I don't know. Um, left shoulder injuries suffered in their loss to Denver. Denver rolling. Although I don't think we really expected much out of the Browns after Deshaun Watson got injured. But, man, they had, they had a rash of injuries yesterday, as did the Saints. Chris Olave uh, had a concussion. He could be back for week 14. Uh, Rashid Shaheed. Could be back week 15 with a thigh injury. And then there's the injury I mentioned earlier. Travis Etienne uh, out. It could be back next week. We'll see. A lot of these are, you know, pending how they feel and sources say type of shit. Two more injuries for the Browns of no. Amari Cooper uh, has a rib injury. Could be back week 14. And then DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson, uh, who, sorry about the spelling there, no N at the end, took over for Deshaun Watson. Um, had a concussion in the game and is expected to return not next week, but the week after. So PJ Walker, now the Browns big hope going forward, which is why I said earlier, hang tight Texans fans this week coming up against Denver is muy importante, muy importante. Uh, here is your top four in the playoffs right now in the AFC. You got the Ravens at nine and three. By the way, I think the best team in the AFC. Uh, the Chiefs are second at eight and three. Jags are eight and three, and the Dolphins are eight and three. All those teams are your division winners. Your wild card looks like Steelers at seven and four, Browns at seven and four, and the Colts at six and five. What? I even said I thought I hit the SAP button. I Gina. Okay, I don't know. Um, so yeah, this week coming up, you got Broncos and uh Texans, both at six and five in the hunt. And then the Bills, the lowly, sad Buffalo Bills are six and six. Here's why I said it's important for a couple of reasons. I don't believe in the Steelers. I don't think that the Steelers are going to, you know, do anything special down the stretch. In fact, I'd love to see what their schedule looks like. Let's uh let's pull that up. Let's pull that up. Let's pull that up and pull that up. Uh down the stretch. Holy shit, Barry went to Nora's parents to be fluent in Spanish. Cállate, <laughs> vamos. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know Spanish words for fuck's sake. I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas. You think I didn't learn anything? And we had a living maid when I was younger from El Salvador. Of course I learned a few words. I don't believe the Steelers are 7-4. Isn't that wild, Ivan? Here is the Steelers, um, sketch. Remaining sketch. They got the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Colts, the Bengals, the Seahawks, and Baltimore. Okay. Keep an eye on that. Uh, let's get the rest of these because this is this is going to be important. I guess we should have also pulled up the Colts. There we go. That was the other one in front of the Texans and Broncos. So, 
I mean, when you look at that, you think, yeah, the Steelers probably do beat Arizona and New England because New England is trash. I don't know about the Colts. That's on the road. Um, They probably beat the Bengals because they're a mess, an absolute mess. I don't know if they beat the Seahawks, and I damn sure don't believe in them beating Baltimore. So, so that's what? One, two, three. All of the road games they lose, all the home games they win, so they go three and three down the stretch. Let's call it that. Which puts them at 10 and 7. Okay? So 10 and 7 gets you the first wild card. Unbelievable to think that the Steelers could go 10 and 7, but it absolutely could happen. Now, could they drop one to Arizona or something like that? Yeah, especially with Arizona now has Kyler Murray back. Yeah, it is. What's up, Christian? Good to see you, man. So that's the Steelers. Now, the Browns, a little bit different. They're on their third string quarterback. PJ Walker is in now. Um, Miles Garrett is injured. They still got a hell of a defense, but that loss to Denver was big and kind of telling about what we could be seeing from this Browns team for the remainder of the season. They also have six games left. Uh, Rams, Jags, Bears, Texans, Jets, and Cincy. Not a murderer's row by any stretch for the Browns, right? Uh, On the road against the Rams... I don't know. I, I think they could, they could, the defense could win that game. I don't think they beat the Jags. I think they could beat the uh, Bears. I don't think they beat the Texans. I think they beat the Jets unless Aaron Rodgers comes back. And I think they could beat the Bengals, although that's just going to be an absolute shit show. So what? Uh, they, we'll say one and one, two and one, two and two. Three and two. We'll say they go three and three down the stretch, which also, which also puts them at 10 and seven on the season. Okay. Now you've got your third wildcard team, which is the Colts. They have left on their schedule. They've got Tennessee trash. The Bengals trash. Pittsburgh good. Atlanta. I mean, the Atlanta's in the playoffs, but they're five and six. They're trash. Sorry. Uh, Aaron uh, Raiders are trash and the Texans are good. Bengals. I mean, the Colts could easily win four of their remaining six. I mean, that, that that's very possible. They could beat Tennessee, Cincy, uh, Atlanta and Vegas easily and go four and two could do better than that. But let's just call it four and two down the stretch for them, which puts them at 10 and seven. Yeah. All right, now, and by the way, Christian said my team Georgia playing uh, Alabama. Yeah, bro, we uh, we broke all that down. We had a we had a long discussion um, about conference title games, and I even did my little my pick about the top eight and discussed it. So yeah, you you missed out. We had a a, a hell of a fun uh, discussion about uh, let me close that college football. Anyways, so looking at the teams that are in the hunt right now. Uh, and we'll exclude the Bills, but your Texans down the stretch, well, here we go. They've got Denver, the Jets, the Titans, the Browns, the Titans, and the Colts. Tennessee is undefeated at home. No one cares. I mean, no, bro, nobody is concerned about Tennessee. They're still not good. Uh, Let's see, who have they played at home? They have played the Chargers. They have played Cincy. 
they just they lost to Baltimore. Oh, that was that was one of those uh, that was in England or whatever stupid shit. But technically, but okay, they haven't lost in Tennessee. Um, beat Atlanta, trash, and beat Carolina, trash. They still have Indy. They'll probably lose that. They got Houston. They'll probably lose that. Seattle probably lose that in Jacksonville. Well, get ready because they might go over at home down the stretch. Titan Hugo. I mean, really. I, I dare I say, Tennessee might not win a game the rest of the season. That is a bona fide tough sketch. Uh, but they're not even in the hunt, so we don't give a shit. Let's see. Let's go back here. Yeah, what we're looking at is Houston and Denver. So Houston down the stretch has Denver. They have the Jets, the Titans, Cleveland, the Titans, and Indy. Mm, mm, mm. This is going to be interesting. They get Denver at home. And I, I'm i going to just go ahead and pick like I picked the other games. Just I think they beat Denver and the Jets. Okay. Um, I think they're going to lose to the Colts. I think they're going to beat Tennessee, although I I just don't know if they beat Tennessee twice. But I'm going to go ahead and say they do. I'm going to go ahead and say they do. In fact, I'm also going to go ahead and say they beat Cleveland. What I think could happen is they might lose to Denver. Although I feel like they could beat. I mean, look. The Texans theoretically could run the table. This is not that the, the best team that they face down the stretch is the Colts and the Broncos. But let's let's assume that they lose to those two teams and beat the rest. So let's call it down the stretch for the Texans. They go four and two. All right. If the Texans go four and two down the stretch, guess what? Ten and seven. It's, get, it's getting tight. Getting tight. Oh, I'm, they must be wanting me to do TV tonight. Uh, I need to message her. On air doing my show, I'll have to call you back after five. The biggest thing I hate about this um, iPhone right now. Uh-oh. I hate the keyboard on the iPhone. It drives me nuts. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I think the Texans could go four and two down the stretch, which puts them at 10 and seven. And then let's look at the Broncos down the stretch. Let's assume they beat Houston. Mm, they're going to uh, at the Chargers. I think that's fine. I, although you just don't know, man, the Chargers should be able to beat Denver. But, man, I don't know. Denver's Denver's kind of got it rolling right now. Look at that. They've won one, two, three, four, five in a row after starting the season one and five. And those five have been against Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, Minnesota, and Cleveland. And the Cleveland win again, no Watson, but still. Pretty damn good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So I'm going to say they beat Houston. Let's just say it. They beat Houston. They beat the Chargers. They're going to lose to Detroit. They'll beat New England. They'll lose to the Chargers, and they'll beat Vegas. I think they'll split with L.A., with the Chargers. 
So they'll go four and two. Sorry, there's the schedule. I had the wrong slide up. So there you go. Beat Houston, beat the Chargers. Or no, beat Houston, lose, win. So they go two and one. They uh no, they go yeah, two and one, three and one, three and two, four and two. So they yeah, they'll lose one of those games of the Chargers, probably uh on the road. So okay. Beat Houston, lose to the Chargers. That seems backwards. Probably. But they go four and two down the stretch. And then guess what? Broncos are 10 and seven. Guys, it's very, 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 very likely that you have five teams at 10 and seven down the stretch, which is why the Texans kind of still hold their destiny in their own hands. If they can beat the Colts, if they can beat the Broncos, and if they can beat Cleveland, they win those tiebreakers, the Texans are in. So, if the Texans don't make the playoffs, it's their own fault. I mean, just straight up. But it'll be a good it'll be a good uh life learning lesson for the team. They very well could win could get into the playoffs by beating all of these other teams in the hunt. What you like is the fact that some of these teams are kind of especially the Browns. And they're 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 playing without you know they're one or two at QB now. The Colts could get back Anthony Richardson um, by well, is he coming back this year? What's his status? Was he done for the year? I don't remember. I know he went on IR. I thought he could be back for the last game or so. Oh no, rest of the season. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Oh wow, they said that in October. I didn't see that. Okay. So, okay, soldier surgery. All right, so yeah, he is done for the year. So the Colts are definitely not getting him back. That's a plus. Tis a plus. Uh, Where the hell am I? There it goes. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. All right, so they hold their destiny in their own hands. I personally kind of hope we do see five teams at 10 and 7. I, the chaos would be fun. There's a whole bunch of tiebreakers. But it is, looking at these schedules, it is very, very possible. Which is amazing to think, when you think of some of these teams, like the Steelers finishing the year at 10-7, and 7, the Texans finishing the year at 10-7, and 7, the Colts. Pretty crazy when you think, man, it, it, are some of these teams the biggest surprises we've had this year? Well, I'm glad you asked, chat. So I looked at uh, Super Bowl odds before the season started. Yeah! I say Bullrock just resubscribed. I got to fix all that for sure. One month. Nine months in a row. What's up, homie? What's appreciated, Sensei? Uh, Alex said, realistically, do we think that uh, they would even have a chance at a playoff spot at the beginning of the season? They played way better than expected. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100% they've played better. Alex said futures are bright. Absolutely. The fact that we're having this discussion is amazing. Just amazing that we're talking about how they're in. Thank you, Titan Hugo. Yes, it is. Uh, it is. It is slowly filling in. 
How old is this? Oh. She wants me in for funny ass Friday. Uh, okay. So biggest jumps, I guess you could say, in odds that would be the biggest surprises. Who's your biggest surprise of the year? Doesn't have to be these four. Didn't have to be these four. This is just based on Super Bowl odds at the beginning of the season. And now odds at the beginning of the season are in white, if you see that on your screen. And then now uh, are in a yellow, if you see that on your screen. And I, I tried to get these as big as possible without, you know, making it look weird. The Texans were plus 25,000 to win the Super Bowl before the season started or at the beginning of week one. They are now at plus 5,000. A huge jump. The Dolphins are a plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. They are now a plus 900. The Jags were plus 2,500. They're now a plus 1,800. And the Ravens were plus... I got that wrong. They were a plus 1,800. They're now a plus 900. So who's your biggest surprise? No, not... not. Alex said Buffalo. That's for your busts. That's for the bus. And this is AFC. This is only in the AFC. So, um, yeah. Another team you could put on that list is the Colts. Right now, the Colts are a wild card team at six and five. So that would be another one you could put in the surprise category. Who's the biggest bust in the AFC? Well, according to the Super Bowl odds, before the season started, the Bengals were a plus 850. They're now a plus 15,000. The Bills were a plus 900. They're now a plus 2200. And oof, it's going to be close there because I don't know if that, I think those have to get way worse at six and six. And they're the bottom end of in the hunt. I don't know. I feel like that'll be worse. Chargers were a plus 2000. They're now plus 6,600. Chargers and the Bills just every year, it seems like, disappoint. And I added the Jets just because of the numbers. But really, after five plays, could you say that the Jets have been a bust? You kind of knew. Look, prior to the first five plays that Aaron Rodgers played in, yes, technically the Jets are a bust this year. They were a plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're now a plus 12,500. Titan Hugo said Pittsburgh as a bust or as a surprise? Which one? As a buster, as a surprise. At seven and four, I'd say the Steelers are a surprise. Nobody thought Kenny Pickett would be that good. Nobody thought this team would be that good. They've played pretty well. But I think when I looked, their odds have actually gone up to win the Super Bowl. So that would you would think that would put them in the bust category. But I'd still say I agree with you if you're saying Pittsburgh is a surprise in the AFC. Yeah, surprise they can still win the division. Hey, Thank God uh, Joe Burrow got hurt, and so did Deshaun Watson, though, right? So there you go. Let's talk yeah. NFC for a minute. Who's the biggest surprise? Who's the biggest bust in the NFC? Well, biggest surprise, according to the odds, is the Seahawks. They were a plus 6,600 to win the Super Bowl. They're now a plus 4,000. The Lions were a plus 2,500. They're now a plus 1,100. The Cowboys are on the list just simply because there was not that many teams in the NFC that went from that improved have improved their odds since the season started. But Dallas has. They were a plus fourteen hundred. They're now a plus one thousand. And guys, Dallas is is I dare I say that the Eagles and the Cowboys. Honestly, the Eagles and the Cowboys 
might be the two most complete teams, not just in the NFC, but in football. I can point out deficiencies on almost every other team, but man, Cowboys is rolling. And so are the Eagles. Um, and then lastly, I put Atlanta on here. Their their <laughs> their odds have gotten significantly worse. They were a plus eight thousand when they started the season. They're now a plus fifteen thousand. Sad face, Aaron J. Bryant, Mr. Super Falcons fan. But they're winning the division. A a shitty division, but that's a division the Saints were supposed to run away with, especially after Tampa named Baker Mayfield their starting QB. So I added them to the surprise. Uh, Christopher Mina said 49ers. Nah, not really. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I mean, you kind of you saw what they could do last year with Brock Purdy was healthy and then him getting hurt didn't help in the playoffs. And they faded so many QB injuries last year that coming into this season, you thought, wow, they Brock Purdy was undefeated last year and started the season undefeated. And the Niners are good. They went through a little down, you know, a, a, the only real team that hasn't gone through like a dip in product is really the Eagles. Every other team has kind of had their moments this season where you're like, yeah, okay, there was a little dip, but they're back, you know? Like, you could say that about the the Lions. You could say that about the Cowboys and the, the even the Ravens a little bit. And the Niners, Eagles are the only team that has it. Uh, Mark said, I don't see the Packers as a bust. Rodgers was holding that team up. Lafleur is a bad coach. I mean, they were supposed to be a plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're now a plus 15,000. I'd say that's a bust. Week one, when you watch Jordan Love, we were supposed to believe that, oh, Aaron who? Look at this. They've been kind of a bust. And again, this has a lot to do with the odds then and now. All right. Rams were a plus 3,000 beginning of the season to win the Super Bowl. They're now a plus 12,500. The Saints were a plus 3,000. They're now a plus 6,600. Listen, the Saints could still win this division if they could just get their shit together and stop doing dumb stuff in the red zone. Anybody wants to talk about, you know, look, bottom line for the Saints, you got to stop turning the ball over in the red zone. You got to convert. Just get points, bro. Just get points. They just don't look good, though. And then the Giants, uh, that's wrong. They were a they were a plus 4,000. I flipped those on my mistake. The Giants were a plus 4,000 to start the season. They're now a plus 150,000. That's a bust. Yeah, uh, Alex had put the bucks in the bust and got to blow it up category. That's a team missing that I think could be a bust. And, Although, I don't know how much you expected out of them after losing Tom and then naming Brady, uh, or uh, Brady, uh, uh, Baker the starter. But I didn't have any. As soon as they named Baker the starter, what did I say on this show? You know, jokingly, tongue-in-cheek, but I said, well, we know that the Bucks are tanking because they named Baker Mayfield the starter. Look who was right. Mark said, just never believed they would be good. Others apparently did because they're the Packers. Well, you're also a Bears fan, so you're a hater. So we can't really take your opinion of the Packers. That would be like taking a Packers opinion of the Bears. Eh, you're, you're a hater. And then uh, you should be. You absolutely should be. Um, so there you go. There's your biggest busts and surprises 
in the AFC and the NFC. So that was fun. Here's, by the way, your <laughs> NFC playoff picture, in case you were wondering. Of course I did a slide for that, too. Of course I did graphics, guys. Come on. I, let's be honest. I, I killed it on the graphics this week. So many graphics. So many graphics. Jordan Love's looking better. I wouldn't say good. I'd say better. There's a big difference, Titan Hugo. But you also thought Ryan Tannehill was good. So, you know. Um, here's your NFC playoff picture. Uh, Eagles at 10 and 1, best team in football. Hands down, no discussion. I don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter. Did you watch last night's game? What a fun game that was. Holy shit. Feel bad for Josh Allen. He balled out and still lost. He took the blame for a missed connection on a touchdown in OT that would have won the game. I really think the the receiver, though, it was an option route. The receiver broke out instead of breaking in, and the rest is history. Eagles should have lost. Didn't lose. Didn't lose. I mean, how they banged out, what, a 56-yarder in the rain with 20 seconds left on the clock? That's what winning, team, winning teams do, man. That's what winning teams do. So that's a fun game to watch. Probably game of the year so far. Eagles are 10 and 1. And man, if you can, if you got a field goal kicker that can knock them down from 56 in the rain, you don't have many deficiencies. Uh second year in a row, by the way, I heard them say on whatever, sit down, get out, shut up, whatever it is. Second year in a row, the Eagles are 10 and 1. Wow. Pretty crazy. Um, San Francisco's eight and three. The Lions are eight and three, and the Falcons. The Falcons, division leading five and six. Who the fuck is that guy? The Falcons. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. I would agree with all that. It's sad that somebody has to make the playoffs from that division. Like, why? Why? Jesus. Josh Allen got his butt kicked last night. Yeah, but he played well, though, Donna. He played well. It wasn't his fault that they lost. Uh, your wild card teams, uh, the Cowboys at 8-3, and three, the Vikings at 6-5, and five, and the Seahawks at 6-5, and five, followed by teams in the hunt, so to speak, Packers, Rams, and Saints. Saints could very easily still win that division. I mean, oh, God, that sounds awful. Tank for Bo Nix? Ooh. Uh, I'd be interested to see how many of these QBs now are. I mean, what happened to Tank for Caleb? He's still got to be the number one pick, right? I don't know if Bo Nix is the answer. I could be wrong. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he's the next Justin Herbert. He could be. He could not be. I don't know. Um, yeah, so there's your in the hunt and the full uh, NFC wildcard picture. So got that, got that, got that, 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 and that. Cool. And got the title games out the way. Boy, we, we, uh, we covered a lot today. Oh, uh, one other thing I wanted to show you. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me, ma'ams and sirs. 
I took the liberty of nerding out and looking up who's the best because, you know, we saw even at a loss, uh, we saw uh, C.J. Stroud throw for 300. And I got to think, and there was a couple of good hookups that he had with Tank Dell. And I was like, you know what? Is this the best quarterback wide receiver rookie duo that we've seen in the NFL in a while? And of course, I said at least since Luck and T.Y. Hilton. Uh, and then uh, A.J. Hoffman retweeted or tweeted at me and said, or X'd at me, posted to me. I don't know, whatever the fuck we're calling it over there. Um, but he said, don't forget about, uh, Burrow and T Higgins. And I thought, Ooh, yeah, that's a good one too. And then I started to wonder as I often do, I wonder if this duo is the, uh, this current duo, which duo had the best numbers. That's what I was really curious about. Which rookie duo had the best numbers uh, through these games. All right. And, and we'll just, uh, next Justin Herbert. Oh, what the hell has he done? Oh, he's talented. He just, dude, exactly. Yeah. Alex said it. Justin, uh, Brandon Staley is holding Justin Herbert back. It's bad, bad, bad. Used car for sale runs good till about 20 yards to destination. Then shuts down. Ah, that's hilarious. Well done, Perry. I hope you didn't steal that. And not give somebody credit. Yeah, can't trade him. Yeah, can't trade him in. Uh, all right, but I but I did do the research on this. Okay, okay, okay. Hear me out, people. Check this out. This is pretty cool. So here you go. Here are the best. Here's three of the best QB, uh, rookie QB, rookie wide receiver duos since hell. I don't know. 2012 over the last what, 10, 11 years. Luck and T.Y. Hilton, or I should say Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, and C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell. So some things of note here. Um, Burrow missed week 11 and was out for the rest of the year, which is why we're not going to really be able to compare the two after that because Burrow missed the rest of the season and he missed week 11. So I did this through 10 weeks and through 11 weeks just to see was there much change because Burrow went out in that game. But T.Y. Hilton missed week one. Tank Dell missed week six. So all things being equal here, week 11 or through week 11 is really a, a, a good way to look at this. And through 11 weeks, a rookie duo of quarterback wide receiver CJ Stroud has the best QB numbers of between the three. He had 3,266 yards passing through 11 weeks. Uh, Andrew Luck was next with 3,205. Touchdowns, it wasn't even close. Stroud has thrown 19. Both Luck and Burrow had 13 touchdowns through 11 weeks, or 11 games, I should say. And then interceptions, Joe Burrow only threw five through 11 weeks before he got hurt. C.J. Stroud has only thrown five. Andrew Luck had 13 interceptions to go along with his 13 touchdowns through 11 weeks. Pretty wild. Over in the receiver category, Tank Dell leads two of those categories. He has one less catch than T. Higgins. 
but he has 709 yards and seven touchdowns. T. Higgins had 48 catches, but only 673 yards and five touchdowns. Didn't miss a week, by the way. Tank Dell, this is all, and he missed a week. So those numbers probably improve. He probably ends up with more catches than T. Higgins if they have played the same number of games. But whatever. The numbers are the numbers. And then uh, T.Y. Hilton had 33 catches, 488 yards, and five touchdowns. Not even close. So I think the numbers prove it out. C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell, at least in the last 11 years, have been the best quarterback wide receiver rookie duo this league has seen. Paul don't lie, scrubs. All right, that's it. Time to fire up the cigar machine, to sit on the back patio, freeze my balls off, and watch what I expect to be a pretty miserable game. Pretty miserable game between the Vikings and the Bears. I'll be rooting for the Vikes to cover to break some sort of history. Yo, bro! My friend. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Amos said, how lucky was Burrow to end up with the best receiver from each in his college uh, championship game? Oh, shit, right? Even though I said, y'all have a good night and see you tomorrow. Go Texas, go Rockets, go Astros. Let's go Dynamo! Yeah, buddy. Uh, Perry, happy born TD, uh, but nah, bro. Yeah. Uh, Jack for MVP. Hey, uh, happy birthday, but nah, uh, thank you guys. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Ruin. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Perry. Uriel, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, Mr. Reyes. Oh, Reyes just said bye to Robert. Love you, Robert Likes Beer. Forget you, Reyes. <laughs> Titan Hugo said, never doubt the great Joshua Dobbs. Okay, let's... Bro, he's going to get outplayed by uh, Justin Fields. See y'all tomorrow. Enjoy Monday night football. And uh yeah, we'll we'll have more. I I do have some stuff that we didn't get to. It's not gonna change much, I don't believe. It might, but we'll take a look at the tomorrow. We'll take a look at uh, some, some other cool stuff. Including maybe what's the current draft door? Uh, uh, that'll be fun. And we'll, uh, we'll have some more stuff to get into. I promise you that. We'll look at the Laminator 5000. We'll have fantasy updates. All that and more tomorrow on the show. Until then, hey, do me three favors, everybody. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Bye. All right, let's let's just, just raise somebody. I don't give a shit. Oh. I'm going to the sports channel and I'm clicking on something. God bless America. I'm doing it. I'm doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Uh, just can't be a radio station. That's all. I, oh, look at the. Oh, wow. ESPN's got full on Oilers colors in the background. Well, now that is super interesting. Go to Yo! Alan picked a raid. Okay, I got you, fam. Ref that bets. 
Let me see. Control C. Let's see. Riff the bets is live wagering. I dig it. Let's do it. Riff the bets. I like it. I like it. I like it. Let's go. Good pick, Alec. Good pick. Bye, Mom. I love you. All right. Here we go. Twitchy twitch. Raid. Ref that bets. All right. I started the raid. Well done, Alec. Good find, my friend. Good find. Always looking for good sports talk folks to raid. Raid starts in 4 3 2. All right. We got 21. That's a pretty dope raid, you guys. Hey, shout out to my boy Bash. Thank you for the raid, man. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video!